Welcome for the first time to Exquisite Adventure. I am your host, Hayden. Uh, I'm just Hayden. Hello. I had a whole intro script planned out with that voice and everything, and honestly, it just seemed like way too much, so I figured instead I would speak from the heart. Exquisite Adventure is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. There's like, I don't know, 40 of those on the internet already. However, we kind of thought that the D&D formula where, you know, there's one dungeon master and, you know, four to 20 players or whatever the limit is, that was a little, uh, little boring for us. So instead, what we decided to do was switch the DM every session. So that means every player, all five of us, me, Rodney, Aaron, Danny, and Jeremy, all get to be the dungeon master and we plan to basically each run a session and try to complete the story arc that I started, because I got picked to be first, so if it's bad, it's not my fault. And essentially, anything that I get through this upcoming session of play is, you know, up to the next person to interpret and do with what they will. At the end of the day, we are just a group of guys who like to hang out and play D&D together and to make each other laugh, so... That's really all I have to explain, and I'm just kind of glad it got made, and we probably should have done it a long time ago. I hope you enjoy it as much as we did. The episodes are pretty long, so if you have to get up and use the bathroom in the middle, we have ad breaks, because uh, we totally have sponsors. They're real, 100%, and you should listen to their ads, because they are so totally real. There's probably swearing in this thing. So, Mom, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. I think I might say the F word. So, (laughs) please forgive me. Uh, Otherwise, let the adventure begin. Ready to play Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> oh my I'm gosh! Gonna, yes. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> okay, really seriously, folks. I think what we're gonna do is I'm just gonna start. Yeah. Um, you know, give a brief introduction of where you are and what's happening, and sure. then you, we're just gonna go from there. And if it totally, if it's just totally bad, we try again another day. Yeah. 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 All right. Sounds good, yeah. You all find yourselves in a dark place. I don't necessarily mean mentally, but physically, you you come to, and it is dark. Kind of cold, actually. It feels kind of um, musty and stale wherever you are. You you try to maybe breathe in, but you, you feel as though something is, you know, muffling your your ability to breathe a little bit. You realize that it is because there's something over your head. There is a a cloth or something obscuring your vision. You're not really sure why. You try to recall what it is exactly that, you know, could be happening here. How about we go around to everybody um, and just uh, give a brief introduction and maybe maybe say what the last thing that you remember happening to you was before it is that you ended up sort of in this musty, dark place with something over your head. Let's start with, because uh, he's first on my screen here, Bugbear Cumberbun. Yeah, okay. Uh, what are what are we doing? 
Okay, that's good. It's good that we know what we're doing going straight into what this. What am I saying? I, I just started, and I didn't really have a, a plan. No, well, great. I like um, it. Maybe, maybe just how about this? I'll throw down some rules. Give me a description of your character physically. You know, maybe an age, mm-hmm. favorite food, hmm. and then just the last thing that you remember doing before you okay. woke up with a bag on your head. Well, Bugbear Cumberbunny is a very handsome Harrigan. He's light gray with some white fur. He's got two large pointed ears and some very attractive protruding teeth. Favorite food, carrots. Um, And the last thing he remembers is seeing the announcement for Porklet at the Royal Heart Theater starring his rival, uh, Dagdaphius Duckworth. And that sent him into almost a blackout. He, he ran ran down to the bar, um, and it's all kind of a blur from there. Hmm. That sounds awful. It mm-hmm. must be tough seeing your mm-hmm. rival get a part that you so greatly desired for yourself. Ten years ago, it would have been me. Shoein'. Going across my, my screen, perhaps... Perhaps from an external view, you might see a, a row of people tied to chairs. The next one in line, uh, I have Shodan Weston. Shodan? Shodan? You can tell us how it's pronounced, yeah. actually, right now. It's Shodan. Shodan. Um, so Shodan is a pretty tall human. Uh, dark hair, five o'clock shadow constantly. He's uh, kind of always wearing his chainmail because uh, he got it. As a as a gift from when he became a paladin for uh, Blasbemore, and uh, yeah, um, his favorite food is uh, cheddar cornbread. Just it's just delicious. He uh, was out at uh, Himbo's, the local tavern in his neighborhood, and uh, you know just kind of uh, scoping around, see if there was other uh, good deeds to do. Not that. Blasphemore really cares about good deeds, but he smiles upon it. And he was stumbling out of the tavern when he um, when he sees Bugbear running down the streets, and then the lights went out. Next in line, we have Jack B. Muggin. Yeah, so like Jack B. Muggin, he's got um, he's got a bit of a, like suit pants on, but no suit top, just like a white shirt, and he's got black hair, smooth back, you know, and his favorite food. You know, beans on toast. It's the best thing ever made. And, you know, last I think the last thing he ever thought was, um, ever saw before he got put in the bag was um, he was at the pub and, you know, some bloke just came up and uh, was about to get in a tussle and, you know, Jack pulled out his knife and suddenly wakes up here. I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is I'm just going to stab that guy. Next in line, we have Svaxthi Nuxen Buxley. Am I saying that correctly? Yes. Very good. What 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 are you about, Svaxthi? Uh, Svaxthi Nuxen Buxley is a green dragonborn of unfortunate circumstance. His scale coloration is more of a sickly yellowish than it is an actual healthy green for Poor Sfaxley Nuxen Buckley does not have an inborn resistance to his natural mm, draconic abilities, his poison. So he has a constant achy in his tum-tum. He <laughs> eats 
what he can eat, what doesn't immediately come back up. Uh, there's, so it's mostly bread, tasteless tofu, that sort of thing, water. So, so, so th- those are his, like, <laughs> favorite foods, air quotes. More just the foods. Uh, he's quite malnourished, as you might imagine. Uh, Svexthi, last what Svexthi was doing was going over some reports and things for the Astochis. He works as a clerk for them. And he was at his desk doing the numbers when suddenly he was grasped by the darkness. Oh, that's Then he woke it? up oh, okay. and he realized he fell asleep in the bathroom and then he went back to his desk when he was grasped by the darkness again. This time for realsies. <laughs> that was very tricksy. You got me there. Um, well, um, definitely didn't see that coming. These are the twists and turns you can expect on this show, folks. Lastly, in our order, we have uh, an old man who uh, <laughs> goes by the name of Jingus Gringus. He is very old, at the ripe old age of 43, and his favorite food is, is shellfish. Any kind of shellfish is good. I love the way they, they just they melt in your mouth. And... The last thing that she, old Jingus Kringus remembers is he was working in his lab uh, trying to concoct a potion that would return his youth <coughs> to him. And um, he must have inhaled some vapors that were not very good for the insides and he was consumed by the darkness. And he did not wake up, just to clarify, he stayed in darkness until he awoke here with the rest of you. But of course, none of you have actually made any noises yet. That was all just an, that, that was just a camera basically panning across this, this host we have before us, all with bags over their heads. So these descriptions actually, now that I think about it, wouldn't really do anybody any good if they were looking with a camera. Uh, you feel as though you are restrained in some way, perhaps mm. to a hard... Surface, maybe a chair. You're not sure. Um, But you guys are now free to sort of make whatever moves you want. What do you do? First things first, like, I just shake it off. What happens? Like, when I, if I move my arm, does the does the chair, like, rattle my strap down? Yeah, you hear um, you hear rattling of a chain. You hear, like, you kind of feel the chair move. Like, if you really put some effort into it, you think you might be able to tip it over. Oi, anyone there? Hey, wait. Uh, is that you, Jack? Show? Is that you? What are you doing? Yep. Uh, do, you, uh, do you know where we are? No. Hey, what's the meaning of this? Who? Uh, Buggy! What? Do I know you? What's happening? Yeah, Bugbear, it's me, it's Jack. It's me. Showdown. Oh, my blackout friends, hey. Yeah, we come yeah. to the pub, you know? Yeah, it's good to, see, good to hear you, I guess. Why is there a bag over my head? I, I don't know. I, um, uh, yeah, there's one of them mine, too. I say me. If you necromancers wanted oh, to Jesus. finish me off, you should have done it before I woke up. Who the- That's a dreadful accusation, I ne- swear. I have nothing to do with those sort of infernal arts. Are you the one that put us in here? 
What, what? you do? No. Come on, let no, me go. I also have a bag on my head. Who the hell are you? Uh, I'm Jack. What kind um, of name is Jack? That's wait, an awful I'm sorry. name. What? I know, That's it's a not, good name. It's not that common. I get it. It's not that. It's not that. What's, what's your fucking name? My name's Saxley. Yeah. A perfectly normal name. Perfectly uh, common yeah, name. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm a dozen. Real original. I remember fucking you. Man. You you came to me for for medication once. For well, your was, condition. I've been to a lot of people for my condition. What what is what is your name? My name is Jingus Kringus. I'm the royal alchemist of the Duke Gyptian. Oh, yes, oh, yes, right. I remember you, Mr. Kringus. Uh, I'm Bugbear Cumberbun, all right? I'm, you, you all know me. I'm oh, the greatest yes. actor that's ever ever acted in Lamgo. I remember watching you when I was a young boy. Long ago. I'm not that old. Wait, you, how, you sound how old are you, Bugbear? I'm very I'm young still. I'm healthy 43. and young. I'm, oh. I'm 43 and must have been must have been 10 years ago when I was only 33 when I saw you. Bloody hell, mate. You sound like you're like in your like 80s. Yes. What, what's happening? Oh, I, the f- trials and tribulations that I have had to endure have aged me considerably more than, than most people would be at this age, I believe you could say. <coughs> uh, uh, sure, uh, well... Does does anyone know how to get out of here? Like I can't see fucking no. anything. Well, there's a bag over my head. <laughs> Shodan's gonna start trying to move his chair. Okay. Do you want to move with like a lot of force, like an athletics check worth of force, or do you just want to see if you can just scoot the chair across the room? Well, if, if scooting doesn't work, then yeah, I'm gonna try to give a hard push. Um. Okay. For scooting, I'd say just make like a flat, maybe like either a. Uh, I think dexterity would be acceptable, but also strength. Either one. All right. Scootin' gets me an eight. Mm, you kind of, like, wiggle back and forth a little bit, like, but you don't mm. make any progress forward or back. Um, All you right. Do any, you get anywhere with that. No, hold on. Uh, I'm going to go for the athletics, <laughs> really push it. Oh, that's a uh, twenty-six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kick with all your might, uh, and you feel your chair fall backward, and you hear a loud thwack as it hits uh, the stone <clears throat> surface, and you're now you're on your back. <laughs> you may have bumped your head a little bit, but you were probably prepared for it with a roll that good. Mm-hmm. You are now you are now on your back. As you all hear this loud thwack, you kind of hear an echo as it kind of. It seems that the space you're in must be quite large cavernous even and Mm. as you hear that large thwack you then hear a kind of a creak and like a grinding noise it's like like a big door somewhere is opening and then you hear a few pairs of footsteps enter the room oh good um, and you say somebody loudly say oh by the gods what are you what are they doing in here who why did you not secure the chairs to the floor I told you they should not be able to move at all and you hear another voice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, my, uh, I, I was almost gonna call you my leech, but you're not a leech. You're just, you're just my boss. You're, you're Sfaxley. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have. I should. I'll, I'll go secure them. Oh. Who is this? What have you done with us? Why are we here? Shut up. Shut up. I would recommend you shut up. No, these pea brains have locked us up. They've put bags over our heads. Right? Do you not realize who you're speaking to? Shut up. No. Shut Do you up. Not realize who you're speaking to. I don't care who you are. I care who he is. Now shut up. 
Shodan, you feel something grab your chair and then lift it up, and now you are sitting back upright. You then, one by one, feel the bags lifted off of your heads, and you see where you are. Do Who, who of all of you, because I know this is a question that always comes up whenever I put people in a dark place, who has dark vision in this party? Uh, I don't Good think question. I do, actually. Do herringons have <laughs> dark vision? Um, no, dragonborns do not. That's why I have the light cantrip. Really? Interesting. Oh, great. I don't know if anyone can see in the Humans dark right now. don't either. I don't think I do. I don't think yeah. I have dark vision. None of you do? Everything's dark. Okay. Well, <laughs> Jingus Kringus does. He has oh. actually 300 feet of dark vision. Oh, wow. Um, you all get your sacks <laughs> mm. taken off of your head. Uh, you blink your eyes, uh, but you can only really see in front of you as far as there is light, uh, and it seems that there's only one source of it at the moment, and that would be coming from a rather tall silver dragonborn. And let me describe this this figure to you. He is a silver see, dragonborn. Right? <laughs> no, you can see him. He's holding a torch. Okay, okay. But there's no other source of light that you can tell. You, like, swivel your heads around, mm. and there's there's nobody else here. Like, whoever took the sacks off of your head must have scurried off into the darkness. He is a silver dragonborn. He is wearing a very fashionable black vest over a white silk tunic. He has a dope-ass cape bearing the colors of the Duke Jibshin, which, as we know, are Traup blue and silver. And he's also got the Duke's emblem, a Traup, emblazoned upon it. He's equipped with a gold pocket watch, perfectly polished Traup scale boots, and an ice-cold demeanor. If you cannot tell, I wrote his little description here. Totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. Um, nice. One last thing that yep. you notice about mm-hmm. this tall silver dragonborn is that when he looks into your eyes, you feel cold. Chill down to your stomachs. You also note that the old mm. man on the very end of your row of five chairs uh, starts screaming. <laughs> he's looking around very, very nervously, and he, he's, he's just freaking out. He's, he's just struggling in his chair. The silver dragonborn's eyes sort of drift over to him, and he says, I would be quiet and listen to what I am about to say if I were you. He then kind of peers at each of you in turn, and then he kind of looks off in a direction, sort of skeptically, at the at the wall, which none of you can see. You don't see any walls. It just seems like you're in a big dark room, and the torchlight's only going 10, 20 feet, as it does. He just sort of nods his head, and he says, Very well, I suppose this will have to do. Greetings. I hope that you are not too uncomfortable. What does it look, fucking look like? We're in chairs. We're, we're, we're... You put in Zinnia, you're asking if we're not comfortable. Mm. Oh you Say what you mean, knucklehead. Oh, jeez. Delightful. What a witty, scathing insult that was. I am so hurt. If you do not know who I am already, you will soon know that I am Svexthi. I am the assistant to the Duke Jibshin. I make this duchy run smoothly while he deals with all the nitty-gritty political entrapments that he finds himself in. But I do not come to you today as the assistant of the Duke. I come to you today because I need men for a job. Of course, whatever you desire, Svexthi, oh. my lord. My... Oh, you need men for a job. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this is a... Not a very, like, 
amicable way of oh, asking. Oh, it's a perfectly help, reasonable you know, way. You just kind of kidnap people and then put them into your service. That sounds. <laughs> uh, it's good. This yeah. is how I employ all men in my service. Is this not? I just want to say I have absolutely no problem with how you went about this. Like whatever you want, I'm ready to do. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel the same way they do. That is very good to know. What is your name? Svaxley. Nuxen Buxley. Your name is Svaxley. It is Svaxley. It's a very common name. Mm. You yes, wear it better than it I do, of course. Flattery will... There is no need for that in this situation. Please. <coughs> <coughs> Suck up. Okay. I think I should really just cut to the chase here. I feel as though the longer I let any silences linger, that there is a high probability you will continue to flap your mouths and undesirable words will exit them. I am in need of five groomsmen for my wedding, which will take place in five days. <coughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's acid reflux. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I'm sorry? Yes. I need a wedding party to... Mm, carry out the traditional duties expected of a groomsman at a Lamgo wedding, which will take place in five days' time at the Zabucha Chapel in the Menthagard. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes. You want us to pretend to be your groomsman. That's right. You want us to act as if we're your best friends? I think you're getting a little bit ahead of me here. I do not want you to act anything. I want you to be my groomsman. There will Say be no, no more. act. Say no no one is can being. see through this. You've come to the right. You you've must come to the right bug uh, bunny. What am I, Harrigan? <laughs> I pray you are correct in that assessment, <laughs> Mister. Um, you are. I know you. You're Bugbear Cumberbun esteemed actor. Yes, the one and only. I told them to get Duckworth, but I suppose you'll have to do... You... You, you take that back. Yeah. I will not. Oh, you, you're picking... You're picking Duckworth over Bugbear. Bugbear's the best actor there ever was. Do you ever see his old movies? He's I'm sorry, what? Thug. Did you... What? What? No. what right, see his what? Don't... His movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, movement plays. It's like a play the where they move a lot. Oh... Mm-hmm. Yes, quite unlike that. No, there's normal places. He's no, like, I know no what you good. meant. If you want this to go well, you need a good actor. Yeah. Right. In traditional theatre, I forgot, it is the tradition that the theatrics are performed completely still, but now the rage is to move. I, My mistake. But if you want us to stand yeah, perfectly course. still like, as your grooms, we you can mean? stand still. We can do it the traditional way. We can do it the modern way. You got the right one. Are you going to pay us for this? I think you are again all getting ahead of yourselves. I need to further explain. I have I have plans. I have drafted this entire uh, how everything is going to go, where you will need to be and what you will need to do. It is all written in my little script notebook. Script. No. It's in the, written in the script. I understand. I've done this plenty of times. Great. Are we being hired? Uh, are we being extorted? What What is the situation yeah. as far as pay goes? Yeah, pay. And yes, you will be paid. You will be paid very handsomely if everything goes correctly. But I need to explain to you what the rules are before I can... I have to make sure that you are the right material for the job. An audition. Hmm. Sure. 
if you want to put it in such terms. I'm not much of an actor. You see, each of you... I've never tried ...must it. take on a rather specific role in my groom's party. Okay. I will need, of course, someone to take the place of a family member. That is why I requested a dragonborn be brought to me. Although... Oh, I could play a dragonborn. I've played dragonborns before. I, I could do that one. Cannot... There is very obviously a dragonborn here among you already. However, he looks a bit unwell. I assure you, I'm perfectly fine and up to whatever task you need. <laughs> well, it was my original plan to have someone pose as my younger brother, Saxhorn, who <laughs> I am not particularly fond of and did not invite to my wedding. However, you... You look nothing like him, not and also, brothers. you do not, you just, I think perhaps we'll go with distant cousins or something of the sort. Whatever you want, anything you want. <laughs> Additionally, I will need a witty and cultured friend, ah. or at least say, somebody say who no can more. pass for cultured in a place like this. <laughs> um, yeah, I could do they that. They will need to prepare the very best wedding toast ever written and I had supposed that one of the theater would excel at such a task. There's no better person in all of Lamgo. We shall see about that. Additionally, I will need someone to pose as a lifelong friend of mine, perhaps from my days at the Royal Heart Private School in the capital. I think perhaps an old, an old boarding mate, a childhood friend, to show, of course, that I can sustain a long-lasting relationship with others, you, um, Sfaxi points at Shodan, uh, will be this friend. You will have to recount tales of, of mm, childhood mischief and camaraderie yeah. to the guests at the wedding. Uh, so I suggest you start coming up with some now. Uh, I, I guess. All right. Additionally, I will need someone to show that I am a true man of the people and can get along with anyone of any social cast or click, and that would be where you come in, Mr. Um, he looks at you, Jack B. Muggin. Jack. It, it's Jack. I know. It's whatever. Yes, Just Jack. tell me whatever. You will be my street friend. You're asking me to be a friend with our posh, posh foot like you? I hope that won't be an issue. How much is the pay? Very well. I will tell you what the pay is then, since you seem to be so insistent upon asking that. You will each receive... 100 gold pieces for each day that you are in my service, which will be a total of five days, culminating, of course, in my wedding day <laughs> on the climax of the Trout Festival. Hmm. And you will be paid a bonus, provided you do an exceptional job as my groomsman. So generous, so generous of you, yes. <laughs> yes, so generous, yes. But, of course, well. I will need proof that you are capable of performing even the most simple of groomsmen's tasks as, as you know, in a Lamgo wedding, it is traditional that the groomsmen take on certain roles in the days leading up to the wedding. I would have prepared sooner, but running a duchy is quite taxing on the mind and on the schedule, so this was the best I could do. You will have to learn your parts quickly, and I will expect nothing short of perfection. <coughs> Excuse me, Sfaxley, um, it is I, Jingus Kringus, royal alchemist to the Duke Gibson, you and I have met on multiple... Yes, 
I am aware, Mr. Kringus, that we have met before. Uh, yes, w well, I was wondering if uh, I had a special role that you all told, you told everyone else that they had a part to play. What am I doing here? Ah, uh, but of course, Jingus Kringus, you will be posing as my surrogate father, and you will walk me down the aisle, as is tradition in a Lamgo wedding. Because as you know, my parents perished in a diplomatic incident many years ago. I will need someone to fill in, and that is you. You are the oldest man I know. <laughs> oh, the oldest oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, uh, uh, how old are you, uh, Sfaxi? How old am I? That mm. is none of your business, Mr. I mean, Weston. I mean, if we're supposed to be, uh, childhood friends, it would be, um, relevant to my role. How old are you? 27. What a coincidence. I, too, am 27. Funny how that works. I think, uh, oh, I see what's going on. Huh. How many people will be attending this wedding, huh? Oh, my God. How have you not heard how, what, that this wedding is even occurring? It is occurring at the Menthagard in the chapel of Subutia on the climax of the Trout Festival. Do you know how many times that can happen? Only once a year. That's right, once a year. This is a big event. And who I'm getting married to, if you have not heard, in case, is the lovely Lady Lenora Assistoche. Daughter to Lady Ladretti Assistoche. Wow. Yes, this is going to be the biggest affair to possibly have happened in the last ten years. So, like, what we've got to do at the wedding, just, like, show up, be nice, you know? Like, I, what, I don't oh, really get, like, the point of this. In due time, Mr. Jack, you will be told your roles when you can prove to me that you are capable of certain tasks that will be expected of you, and I will give you that first job in but a moment. I believe there's okay. one more thing that I needed to clarify before we begin. Oh, yes. That it is imperative you do this job with the utmost diligence, or else, well, the consequences of failure will be rather steep. Can you be more uh, des descriptive about the consequences? I will dip you to the neck in molten lead, tear the larynxes from your throats, and fashion a musical instrument through which I shall play your screams as I dump your crispy, lead-laden corpses at the bottom of the Breakwell Sea to be dined upon by the trout. Have Do I, I made this? myself clear? It doesn't sound like Did he's being honest. Did you that? Because that sounded really, really well. <laughs> Would you like me <laughs> well to do it again from memory? One more take. Would you like that? Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind hearing it. It was All nice. Right. I liked we it. We will try Just like that again. Type, yeah. I will dip your bodies in molten lead and tear mm. the larynxes from your throats, fashion a musical instrument from them, through which I will play your screams as I dump your lead-laden bodies at the bottom of the break we'll see for your crispy corpses to be dined upon by trout. I think we'll take the A take. Very hand still bound. <laughs> my tum tum hurts. I try clapping behind my, with my hands bound, just the best that I can. <laughs> Incredible, <laughs> absolute riveting performance. You're good. You're really I good. rehearsed that in the mirror seven times before coming down here. I really wanted to strike fear into the hearts of each and every one You're of you. You're doing great. I'm not. 
worked. I'm not joking, though. Totally that, worked. That you will Terrified. disappear forever if you fuck up. And hmm. how exactly are we proving ourselves? That is quite simple. How much do all of you know about Lamgo wedding tradition? Uh, my nan got married once. Don't really remember it. Got drunk the whole time. Right. Well, I meant more the wedding traditions of the upper class. I've given a few toasts at a few weddings, sure, but uh, don't know much about the traditions, if you care to enlighten us. Well, a unfortunately uncomfortable tradition is that the bride and groom must separate seven days before the wedding is to be held and not see each other once, or else the wedding is considered to be cursed. Not my favorite tradition, but of course I must adhere to them, as my wife believes them to be paramount to this marriage succeeding, and I really would do anything for her. And Mm. so the only form of communication allowed between the bride and groom up until the wedding is an exchange of one letter per day. The bride sends a letter in the morning and the groom one at night. I will need you five to deliver the letter that I have written for my darling Lenora tonight before the day is done. Unharmed, unopened, untarnished. Aye, certainly. On the off chance that you do see each other before the wedding, you just call it off. We're free to go, right? Hmm. If I find it is because of you that we saw each other before the wedding... I would never do anything like that. we are not done at all. Well, you are done. I suppose living would be the best way to put it. But the wedding... It will not happen. This is an inconceivable outcome. Yeah, I just, I'm just curious. Do I believe him? Uh, you can make a, uh, what is this, insight, sense motive? I don't know. One of those two. Yeah, that would be an insight, I think. That's the skill. Um, so, 21. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you believe him. I mean, he seems uh, fairly, um, aside from having rehearsed his threatening death speech, definitely seems like... You would not end up in a good place if if uh, this wedding were not to go through. You think he might even blame you if it wasn't even your fault either. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I've got, like, one question. You may ask as many questions as you like. However, do keep in mind, the longer you remain here asking questions, that is less time that you have to deliver the letter to my yeah, 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 bride-to-be. Yeah. I, I know. I get it. This Len- Lenora, right? Lenora. Do you love her? Does she make your heart uh, sing good when question, you see her? Good question. Or is this some sham wedding we're doing? I have never known a woman in my life that makes me feel the way that Lenora does. It is the case that most people, I look upon them, and I think to myself, the world could do without them. But when I look upon Lenora, I think... She's all right. That's lovely. That's wonderful. (laughs) I think that's love. That's pretty great. I think that's what love is. Wow. Like, if most people stopped existing, I would be, I would not bat an eyelash. But if she were to stop existing, I do not know what I would do. I would probably just make everyone else stop existing. Oh, that's beautiful, man. That means Ah. you love her. And you know what? I'm here for you. Whatever you need, I'm going to do it. We'll get this wedding on like a hitch, yeah? Thank you, Jack. Just tell me what I need to do. I'm ready. Need me to stab somebody? I can do it. Got like four knives. I I check for my knives. Are they there? Like if I can reach them at all? Your knives? No, they're not on you. You don't have them. 
You do, though, see Sfaxthi, not not Rodney Sfaxthi, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but the one that I was describing. Hmm. He beckons to somebody behind you guys, um, and you feel the restraints on your arms. They're slowly unlocked and removed for each one of you. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, that feels ah. bad. Uh, I, like, crack my I? neck, like, four times. And, 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 and sir, is it... Is it really just delivering the letter? Is that is that all that we have to do for you each night? No, or is there more? you will return to me at my estate in the morning after you have delivered the letter, and I will know whether or not you have succeeded based on the response from my Lenora. So, 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 sorry, I'm sorry for all the questions. So, are we also bringing her letter from the morning to you in the morning, and then? bringing another letter at night back to her and then back and forth, back and forth for the next, like, five days. Yeah, has she, no. like, captured other uh, bridesmaids to do this kind of job? No, no. Unlike unlike me, Lenora is a socialite. She has many friends and an extensive party of bridesmaids. She will take care of the delivery of her own letters. Hmm. How long do you, um, if someone asks how long we've known you, like... Ten years? Longer uh, than you can remember. You cannot conceive of an existence without me. All right. Do it. Done. Do we take the letter now? Yes. He hands you, Jack, a folded letter sealed with the sigil of the Duke Gibson, a trout, in red wax. The letter is very pristine. It's a white envelope. No tea stains or anything of the sort. And scrawled in very fanciful, loopy lettering is... Uh, is Lenora's name on the outside. Yeah, Bugbear, you probably should take this. I'm not quite like... Bug- Bugbear has white gloves. Gotta keep, keeping it. So he'll keep it immaculate. Very good. Perfect. Um, I'm gonna need my knives, though. Oh, yes. Your possessions of brutality will be returned to you upon your exit of this chamber. I shall have my personal guard escort you out. How personable. Do we need any kind of seal of approval to get on to uh, the the estate? The uh... You mean the Asistoche estate? Yeah. Mm, they may not let you in without a meeting. However, if you mentioned that you are there on my behalf, they may, they may make an exception for that. Mm. I've performed there before. They probably remember. I, I, do, I do work for them, so that maybe that will help. Oh, we think better. Know. Oh, that's nice. What do you do for I'm them? I'm a clerk. I do numbers. You, that's it. You work You work for the Asistoche? Uh, yes. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, is that, is well, that a problem? They'll... Should I... Well, uh, is that a problem? Well, it seems to me that they would know you're not a relative of mine if you already worked for them. Distant, distant, distant cousins. I suppose. Though I figure people will ask questions why you haven't leveraged your familial ties to me to be any more lucrative position than you are now. Well, Mr. Kringus, uh, Mr. Sfaxthi, uh, uh, certainly... Oh, yes! No, sorry, wrong. I was looking at your screen. Oh, uh, I thought somebody uh, was talking to me. I don't know what that means, but uh, in my mind... I feel anyway. as though <laughs> no, I've Mr. been Sfaxthi, neglected over in surely, my corner over here. Surely you're, you've attended the theater before, and you know that we've got thousands of costumes that are available. We could dress up Mr. Sfaxthi, other Sfaxthi, uh, so that no one from the Asistochi estate knew, what he, knew who he was. They wouldn't recognize him. 
I put on some makeup, mm. you know, make him make him wear a fancy hat, something like that. I will need Phantom to approve silver. Mm-hmm. any sure. disguises before they are fielded. It seems risky. What well, if Those if wouldn't you're... be magical disguises? They'd just be costumes, old school. Mm. Well, based on your current choices in fashion, you will need to acquire more appropriate clothing for the mm. wedding. You don't like my jerkin? Mm, no, I would prefer that jerkin off. Sorry, that was uh, that was an attempt at humor. I'm afraid it fell quite flat. I am still working on my jokes. Hmm. And yeah, that one went over my head. <laughs> it went under mine. Anyway, I will be leaving you to your task now. If you have any further questions, well, I hope you don't. But if you do... Um, uh, yeah, like one more. <laughs> Whose hands do we need to like, give the letter to? Directly to Lenora. You, I would recommend you ensure that that letter ends up in her hands. Mm. For if it does not, you know the consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, larynx season, whatnot. Lead to the trout. Molten lead, trout food, larynx instrument. Very dramatic. Very dramatic. Profound. So, uh, just just clarification. Uh, wedding's in five days. Yes, on the and seven days after the proposal. The climax of the Traup Festival. That is when the wedding is right. at the right. Menthagard in the Chapel of yep. Zabutia. Yep, those uh, those are all great details. I just wanted to know, so you you proposed two days ago? I proposed months ago. And she said yes? Obviously she did, yes. I just... How could you I even just, suggest do you think I would be so rude? Do, do you really care if all the yeah. things I just him. said would... You should just string him up. Well, uh, I mean... Seems a bit harsh. We're going to be friends oh, okay. here, right? Now we're ganging up on me. Great, all right. We've got to get off the right foot. Okay, fine. I grow weary of this conversation. I am I am leaving now. Sfaxley turns and uh, disappears through the door he came in through. A couple of guards dressed all in black uh, with black face masks over the bottom of their faces so you can only see the tops of their heads stand behind you and gesture toward the door. They're now both holding torches. They appear to have lit them while you were having this conversation. Yeah, I go through. All right. Do I recognize any of their hair? <laughs> um, make a perception check or investigation maybe? One of the two. <laughs> no, definitely not. Okay. No, <laughs> you know, they don't seem like familiar haircuts to you. <laughs> one of them's wearing a hood, actually, and the other one's bald, so that uh, might be hard Very to pin down. Very All right, follow him out then. All right, you are all led through a like a short series of tunnels. There are some kind of prison cells, but they're all empty. Where you uh, eventually come upon a stone staircase that leads through a kind of like basement doors, I guess, like the double hinge kind of d- wood ones, um, and you come out in a a small orchard that is right next to a large stone estate, which you know, I think, some of you, that would be the estate of, of Sfaxthi. It's perched pretty close to the uh, the Duke's Keep. Uh, what time of day is it? It's late, late evening. It's like almost sunset, the twilight mm. hour, you might say. Mm. Sure. Oh, that's nice. Get some, get some fresh air. Mm. Oh, I'm feeling ill. Yeah, like, I'm, wait, don't you always feel Yes, Ill? but I'm feeling more ill. Do, 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 do you not understand how dangerous that man is? Oh, he's N- nothing but a maroon. He, people disappear. He makes them disappear. He's the most dangerous person in, like, all of them. Oh, Amgo. he's a magician? No, he's not a magician. He's, like, uh, the head of, like, secret society of 
people. Uh, the, the, there's rumors that he's a Zenfite, the leader of them. Oh, oh rumors, schmoomers. Look, Stax, the, we've got a very simple task in front of us, and we're going to complete it. The whole city of Lamgo is going to see us in our roles, and they're going to, we're going to be back back at the top, all right? This is going to be easy. You have nothing to worry about. No. Also the gold. Did you see the bodies? Hmm? What? Did what? you see bodies? the bodies on the walls? Uh, no, what? what are you, you talking about? You see Jingus Kringus. He's staring into the middle distance. <laughs> uh, they were strung up in that room, that chamber. There were bodies without skin. You didn't see. No. Oh, probably an no, illusion. No. Nothing to worry about, Mr. How, Kringus. How old, how old did they look? How old did they look? Were they fresh? Did they smell? Did they, mm, like... Varying states of decay. That's an interesting question, Saxy. Saxy, not Saxy. Who you? What, don't don't ever call me Sorry. that. Um, you're squirting around the um. The, never mind. Were there really bodies in that chamber? <laughs> Did you? Do you have dark vision? No. You couldn't see the edges of the chamber when you were being oh, let God. out. You didn't see any bodies, at least near the exit slash entrance to it. Hmm. Well, I don't know about you guys, but like, I'd like to get this done if we can. Yeah, let's so head we over. Should do, we should do that. Yes. Saxy, you you know where Asastochi is. We know where Lenora. Where we gotta go? I assume Svaxley does. Would you like me to roll uh, for that? Oh, yeah, Svaxley would know Great. the way. Yes, I do. Of course I do. Why would I not? We should go. We should go. Absolutely go. I'm just asking. Whatever. Um, yeah, well, I guess we'll follow, follow you. Bugbear, you got the, the letter? Mm, right here. All right, let's go. I pressed to digitate any, like, dirt or grime that got on me during that kidnapping. My little white glove hand. Very good. It is kind of sad, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Sure. Tragedy, really. I'm going to be taking notes. Perhaps playwright is in my future. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, the, the nincompoops facts, these uh, mm. really pathetic life, but it's interesting, isn't it? Oh, right? People would pay to see that sort God. of show. Oh, oh great. Yif, jif, jif. He's probably Leaf. listening. Leaf. You all need to shut up. You should go. I'm just going to go. Yeah, whatever. He needs us, all right? Oh, shit, he yeah. needs us. I follow um, follow Sfaxley. All right. I'll follow. Sfaxi moves. He walks kind of like Igor and like Frankenstein, hunched over, his hands <laughs> ringing. <laughs> just like his eyes are way too big for his head, and they're just like darting back and forth, c- completely convinced Sfaxi is watching Sfaxi. Not confusing mm-hmm. at all. No, call my name. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to look around. Do I see anybody watching us? Uh, make a perception check. Uh-huh. Uh, that would be a 20. Okay. You see Jingus Kringus staring at you very wide-eyed as he's following behind you. He's not blinking. Uh, what is it, old man? Oh, I'm sorry. You just reminded me of someone I knew long ago. Oh, yeah? Yes. A friend from the war. The war? The Necromancer War. Wait, were, were you in that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, I was. Long ago. When Wait, are you a necromancer? Was a man. Wasn't that like 10 years ago? It was 15 years ago. That's not that long long ago. I never got... Go on, go on. Oh, I, I was just thinking back about my time there in the dungeons and in the towers, in the necromancer's tower in Colovia, and I I just got... I was I was back there, is all, when we, when we were in the dungeon. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like uh, not-so-great memories, uh... I wasn't involved in any of that. No, you are much too young. You're 27. <laughs> you have your whole life ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, I would have been 12. 
Yes, they didn't make many 12-year-olds fight in the Necromancer War. Not many, but a few. <laughs> just Probably just wasn't a few a great idea. very talented young wizards <laughs> at the age of 12. <laughs> Species do age differently as well. We had some some kobolds, kobolds that, that helped us. They were only three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. That's great. Are we still walking as you, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> as you talk? Because if not, I'm just going to do that thing, you know, like uh, you walk up and kind of just help an old man out, <laughs> push him forward. Mm-hmm, that's, yeah, oh, that's he, great. That's great. Yeah. Jingus Kringus is also very story. slow and shuffly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're doing he is great, not keeping. He's not even really keeping pace with Svaxley, who is Igor lurching about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Svaxley has not been listening. He's like a full block ahead of all of you. <laughs> yeah, um, Shodan's gonna buddy up with, with Bugbear and assist in moving Jingus along. You look strong. You want to just put him on your shoulders? Uh, yeah, you want a piggyback ride? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> all right. The less I have to use my bones, the better. All right, here you go, champ. Thank you. You hear an audible... <laughs> noise as oh, you nope. pick him up <laughs> like you're picking up a sack Bloody of hell. loose bones <laughs> what? uh, wow what you're really guys? light oh yes <laughs> my bones are mostly hollow uh, you said we were, you were like 43 uh, yes uh, <laughs> what happened to you oh a great many things happened to me in the war and one such thing was that I was cursed by necromancers to have bones of jelly Oh, jeez. <laughs> my, my grip becomes very yeah. gentle. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, does Svaxley, like, go around the corner? Mm. Yep. Yeah. I, got, I think we're losing Svaxley, which is kind of impressive considering he's moving it All right. right. Stories latest. Look, come on. Come on. We got a, we got a letter to deliver. Yeah, I, I kind of shuffle up deliver. to catch up to Svaxley. It's hard to say. <laughs> well, now that you're not waiting for the old... 43-year-old Jingus Kringus to uh, to make his way to the estates. Uh, you catch up with uh, Svaxley. And after, you know, the, he, the, the uh, Asistoche estate is not terribly far from where the Duke's Keep is. It's in the nicer part of the city of Lamgo. Mm. Uh, I think in the Ombuch, probably. Mm-hmm. That would mm-hmm. seem right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you approach the gates of the uh, Asistoche estate. This is a huge, like, imagine... Like a big old Italian villa, they have their own hills with grapevines and tomato plants and all sorts of orchards and things. This this place is extensive. It's surrounded, though, by these tall clay walls, and then there's some, like, iron gates every, you know, on each side of the kind of the square that, that keeps it all in. They're all locked except for one on kind of the main road into the estate which I am assuming you guys are approaching from. Unless you want to try to, like, climb the wall or something. No. Okay, good. <laughs> Just checking. You never know. All right. Uh, so you approach the gate, uh, and you see two guards standing in front of it. And as you get close, uh, one of the guards steps forward, and he says, Hey, yay, yay, stop your moving. <laughs> What's this business you got here at the, uh, the Assistoche Estate at such a late hour? Wedding business? Wedding business? Ain't no weddings being held here today. We, 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 Not tonight. We're delivering a letter from Svaxley to, to the lady, uh, Lenora. Uh, a letter? Asistoche. Yes. Uh, well, it better not be the letter F you, if you know what I'm saying. You don't want to be coming in here saying no bad letters to the lady Asistoche. Uh, different kind of letter. A, a written letter, you All idiot. Right. 
Ah, writing. Yeah, I ain't got much time for that. I'm just a simple guard. I don't even know how to read the letters F-U. I don't know what they mean. I was just pulling a couple out as an example. Well, you're doing great. Um, say, yeah. our, our business is sort of time-sensitive, so we got to get through ASAP. Those are four more letters. I'm sure you've heard them before. Can you just show them the letter? Mm-hmm. Yep, right here. All right. Yeah. Seal. That's, seal, a, seal. that's a square seal piece of, of paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure you know is. The seal. You've seen it before, the trout, the red trout? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen the red trout before. I know that's the seal of the duke. I ain't mm-hmm. stupid. Tell no, him I ain't stupid, never... Vinny. No, nobody's stupid here. No. You two are incredible, and I think uh, the Asistochi are lucky to have you at their, at their gates. Yeah. Yeah, they are pretty lucky to have us as guards at the gates. But uh, you know what? I'm going to send Vinny here. Back into the estate to see if you're expected by the Lady Asistochi. Sure, sure. Hmm. All right. The guard, uh, Vinny, I guess, he's kind of a large dude, kind of broad in the shoulders, big meaty arms. The other guy you were talking to, whose name I don't think you do know, he's kind of a smaller, he kind of looks, he's a human, but he has very, like, rat-like looking features, very pointy face, long nose. He's got greasy black hair. Uh, so Vinny goes through the gate and lumbers his way toward the estate. The other guy just turns to you and he says, uh, So, uh, how's, uh, how you finding the day to be? Uh, you know, just, uh, saw an old friend and, uh, he asked us to deliver this letter. A little muggy out tonight, though, isn't it? Yeah, I can feel that. Definitely, uh, definitely sweating here in my armor. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Great. Oh, uh, you like working here for the Asistochi? Oh, yeah. Like, aside from the uh, awkward gate conversations I gotta have sometimes just standing out here waiting for things to happen, it's a pretty good gig. Yeah, sure. Um, Medieval times. No, got a lot of... uh, Life was slower back (laughs) back now. (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you you talking about? What's medieval? Uh, It's something from a play I'm I'm working on. Oh, oh, yeah. You're, uh... I've seen you somewhere before. Yep, the one and only. Mm -hmm. Bug, Bug bear. You're Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, know that's close. A lot of people mispronounce it. Uh, Bugbear. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. How long does Vinny usually take? Oh, Vinny's a pretty thorough guy, you know. He takes as long as he needs. But uh, he's, uh, you you know, I'd expect him to be back in about uh, maybe 20 minutes or two. Great. Uh, Huh. This is agony. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I I agree. Reminds me um, of my time in the necromancer's dungeons. <laughs> Jack like starts leaning against each wall and like then like appraising it, like giving his notes on how good of a wall it is to lean on. He's like, leans uh, on. Uh, it's too rough. Uh, too soft. Ah, <laughs> oh, this one's good. Yeah. Hey, good leaning. You hey, got a you good eye for against walls that there, wall there? Uh, no. Those walls ain't for sitting, pal. You gotta have. You you're gonna have to step off those. I'm just you know, waiting for like Vinny to come back. You know why I'm here. Yeah, I know. I didn't forget. It's only been a couple of minutes since I asked you guys what you was doing here. Yeah. And I uh and I remember because I got a brain like a uh like a what do you call it? Like the incredibly intelligent guard that you are. That's right. Yeah. That's what I call this it. This is gonna be a great another eighteen minutes. Oh yeah. We're gonna fill this whole this whole time with Oh hey, look, Vinny's oh, back. <laughs> See? Thanks, Jeff. You, oh, you pronounce it uh with the soft G, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, to each their own. The Asistochi are pretty solidly wrecked, you know. We don't, we we prefer the gif around gotcha, here. So gotcha. you might want to watch your mouth. I, I you know, meant no harm. I was just a, a gif, gif, gif. It's all the same to me. How do you, how do you feel about yif? I know that. What the? F- 
What the heck? I just get. What are you? I heard it was a compromise. About? I heard it was a compromise. Who who says that? Who says yiff here? Raise it your hand. It might just have been an accent. I don't know. Jingus Kringus um, slowly, shakily raises a hand. Oh yes, I am a fan of the pronunciation yiff <laughs> myself. See? Makes me sick. It should be. It should be gif. You know, he is hard and solid. The our god, the one and only. So that's the end of that. Hey, Vinny, uh, I look in there. Yes, please. Can we go uh, in? Uh huh. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Vinny don't talk too much. He's a pretty quiet guy. I like. But yeah, if he Vinny gave you the, the uh huh, then that's uh that's a good thing. That means you're good to go. Just don't cause any trouble while you're in there. Don't. If you do, and you make me look bad, you make me and Vinny look bad. You're gonna be answering. For those those bad lookings that you did. No, no, no. When we get in there, we're gonna put in a good word of how and how great you did at the door. Um, all right, that's We're gonna good. make you look good. All right. Oh, Absolutely. That's what, that's what we do. That's all what this right. group of five uh, groomsmen. That's what we're all about. I that's wouldn't what I like expect to hear. any less work from you, fine gentlemen. You did great. All right. Well, uh, see you I later. Certainly see you wouldn't on expect out, any more work from either of you. <laughs> yeah, the gate's open. I Vinny opened it just now. You guys could have gone in the last like minute or so. Jack, he's like at the door goodbye. leaning uh, on yeah, it. Let's go. <laughs> My gift smile upon you. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And down to you. Anyway. Uh, hey, guys, let's go in here. You all march into the Asistoshi estate. You approach the large mansion house thing that they've got going on. It's very, it's very fancy, full of, like, arches and buttresses. I think those are something that you have on a fancy building. Um, spires, maybe, here mm. and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very very big, very elegant, very, uh, what's the what's an Italian word for, like, is, one spicy meatball? That's what it is. <laughs> anyway, you get to the front doors where there are a couple other uh, guards, but they, they do not make conversation with you. They just let you inside. Whew. Glad these were Great. quiet ones. Inside, you are met by, there is a, a man in a, a suit. He is wearing a, a black a garb of a, a butler or a servant, something to that effect. Um, and he walks up to you and he says, Oh, yes, uh, how may I help you today? Looking for the uh, lady, uh, lady... Uh... Lenora? Lenora. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Official business of from the Duke? Of course. You must be delivering the knightly letter from her from her betrothed, Sfax there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I will point you to her quarters. Um, uh, uh, of course, um, if it is no trouble, I could always take the letter to her. No, 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 no. I had to deliver it directly to her. It's very, very important that we do. Orders from the Duke. Mm, I see. Yes, very well. I will point you in her direction. I believe she is in her her quarters at the moment. Her her bedroom. Follow me. And he kind of scuttles toward the the stairs and gestures for you to follow him. Yeah, little tiny. Pitter-patter footsteps. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a pretty short guy, like wispy white hair, kind of uh, portly-ish. But he um, he takes you up the stairs, uh, and you walk down a couple, you know, long corridors. It's kind of got that that thing where you you're almost like walking on the outside of the building for a bit, like on the second story. There's like some open hallways that that you can mm-hmm. kind of like lean out and look over upon the the estate. It's very breezy. Mm-hmm. Um, as you are on the, the seaside, you can kind of get a view of the, the bay from here. Um, and he leads you to one of the spires where he gestures to a, a large 
wooden door, and he says, uh, these are the quarters of the Lady Lenora. I will, I can fetch her if you wish. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's fine. That also works. Very good. He scuttles up to the door, and he knocks upon it, but as he does, the door sort of creaks open, so we're not closed. Uh, Never oh. a good sign when a door creaks open. Uh, How very interesting. She didn't leave her door locked. She She told us she would be in here all day and not to be disturbed. I guess she must... Maybe she's gone. Well, I will check. And he, he enters the door. Do the rest of you follow him, or do you just stay outside? I sat down, Jingus. I, like, peek my head. I just sort of... <laughs> you can walk from here, bud. I have to I have to do a bit of, a, like, a lean against the wall. My tummy is really acting up right now. Oh, I feel bad. Cool. You, whoever follows this little butler man, who I don't think introduced himself by name, but that's fine. Nobody asked either. That's fine. I didn't have a name for him anyway. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, I guess. I mean, what's his name, Aiden? What's his name? Oh no! I you got to ask him in character. That would be rude of me to just uh, say I, his you name just, outside you just a little of. Hurt. That's all. That's all. It was like it was just a little. No, uh, it's little... it's cool. I didn't. I didn't actually have this character plan. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, the tears. The tears streaming down your eyes, like sort of. Yeah, that, but, he's. Okay. It's fine. He's not like a personal. He's not Insight. like my fan. Does insert he look sad? Yeah. Does Hayden look sad? Nineteen. Does Hayden look sad? Hayden's fine. Hayden's no, does never the unnamed sad. Uh, wispy man look the sad? The unnamed wispy butler man. Uh, you don't know because he scuttled off ahead of you. You can't see his face right now, uh, but you do walk into this large bedroom that's very ornate, though it does look a bit messy. You see a writing desk with a bunch of papers on top of it. You see that. The bed's not made. The window is open ajar a little bit. And uh, otherwise, it just looks like, you know, a breeze has kind of come through here and, you know, some stuff is on the floor where it shouldn't be. Um, little, The little spindly, wispy, white hair man, he goes, oh, dear. No, it looks like the Lady Lenora has... She's, she's not here. It's odd. Huh. I could have sworn she was in here all day. Well, um, I, I guess you'll have to... um. Just simply leave the letter here and hope she receives it. Uh, that's otherwise... not. That's not an option. He's very explicit. Um, I, Can I, I, I walk over to the, the window? <laughs> sure. Do you want to make a ba 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 a perception check or perhaps investigation? One of the two. Perception check from the window. I would. I guess. I'm... Yeah. Can I uh, investigate? Look for like any signs yeah. of disturbance in the room. All of you may uh, may make your various roles of perception or investigation. Just let me know what they are. Okay. Natural one. Cool. Everything's awesome here. Too. My tummy's really acting up right now. Never seen a room more like normal and cool than this one. Seventeen investigation. Cool. Thirteen perception. All right. Shodan, you don't notice anything seriously out of the ordinary. I mean, the window is open Mm. as you walk up to it, but when you look outside. Uh, it's got a good look down. You're kind of on top of a hill. You can see out onto the into the town. Mm. Um, you said seventeen mm-hmm. investigation. Investigation, yeah. All right, uh, Cumberbun. You notice a few things. There's a couple points of interest in this room for you that draw your eye. So, first, there's a kind of large red book on the nightstand next to Lenore's bed, and there also on that that writing desk full of papers. There seems to be kind of a cleared out space, and on that space is a letter that's just sitting kind of out, uh, separate from all the rest of the papers and things that are untidy in there. What's the book? Mm, the book is titled 
Impaled on Phonics, Draconic for Beginners. <laughs> How <Great>. cute. <laughs> Um, but you you also do notice that on that nightstand uh, is a drawer. It looks like it doesn't have a handle, but there is a lock, like a, a place for a key to go in and, and open the drawer. Anyone got a key? Mister? Uh, I didn't catch your name. Sorry, what was it? Hmm? Oh, are you asking me what, what hmm? my name is? Mm-hmm. What's your name? Oh, my name is Jingles. Jingles, Jingles the Jingles. butler. Hmm. Yes. Jingles. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Mr. Jingles, do you got a, um, a key that can open this, uh, this here mm. drawer? Perhaps. The drawer? No, I'm. I'm afraid I do not. Uh, uh. I, I'm not allowed to uh, to snoop into the, the um the private drawers of the Assistipchi. Uh. That is that would uh. get me my hands cut off. I think. Yeah, is is it strange that the lady isn't here? Well, um, she Are you re- alarmed? Are you worried about this? I I am just confused. Uh, she told us the the cleaning staff uh, that there, that no one should disturb her today, not to come in her room, and that she would not be leaving un- until very late. But uh, she's she's not here, and none of us. I did not see her leave the estate. You um, could ask. Can I roll other, insight on that? Um, yeah, you roll insight. Ooh, um, I rolled a twenty-four. Yeah, you um. You definitely get the feeling he's genuinely confused about all this, and that mm. the things that the Lady Lenora told him, she probably did tell him. Mm. If one were to climb out the window, are there, like, ledges? Is there an easy way down, or is it, like, a sheer fall of 30 feet or something like that? Yeah, you can make a uh, a perception check out the window, specifically. Uh, ooh, 19 plus 4 is going to be 23. Oh, that means you score. Yeah, twenty three is enough to reveal that. Yeah, it definitely seems possible. There's a um, there's kind of like a like a tiled lip below this window that the that somebody could kind of climb out onto, and then as far as you know, you kind of have space to maneuver around. There's like a a lower walkway, like uh, one of those open air like hallways that you saw, kind of like a I don't know what you call them. It's like a wall, I guess, that you can kind of hop down to from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and conceivably that the the drop after that would not be too much trouble to, to kind of like scale over the wall and just drop yourself and leave. You could certainly get out this way. You couldn't get it back in without being detected so easily, though. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. Is there any way, like, she just left and no one saw her? Um, well, uh, we have guards posted on the, the walls. Um, what about that one there? I point down to the one out of the window. That's the, um, the walkway to the, um, the food stores. I don't... I don't see anybody patrolling there right now. I, I suppose it's it's possible somebody could have slipped out through there. I I wouldn't try it. I I would probably break my bones trying to um trying to get down down a height of that that magnitude. When 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 was the last time you spoke with her? Does she have other places in the estate that she likes to stay? Perhaps she's just there. Hmm. Yes, I suppose you could try the um the library. She might be down there studying some sort of book. She's been recently deep into uh, some literature lately. I think she's trying to learn Draconic. I would assume for her upcoming marriage to Sfax, the, the Dragonborn. I put that one together myself. Bit of a detective in my spare hours. Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. What kind of literature, aside from Draconic? Any topics oh. in particular? I personally don't know. I, I've mm. not really spoken to her about such things. Not my place. Not my interests. Hey, uh, I got a question for you. Is she like a mischievous kind of uh, woman, Lenora? 
The Lady Lenora? Well, yeah. they say that she is much like her mother, as she was in her youth. I don't really... As someone who is unfamiliar with the family, what's that mean? Uh, she has looks that can kill and a personality that can murder, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, uh... Yes, I see why Slaxon likes her so much. Sh- sharp. Oh, yes. Definitely a, a witty one, that. I would say, though, that she... She's she's been in a bit of trouble in her youth, I suppose. Um, though uh, if she, if she's sneaking out and about, I've never, I wouldn't know about it. Mm. All right, look, like we cannot give this letter to anyone but her. It was on direct order, and so we're gonna need to figure out where where she went. Is there any way anywhere else we should check first? The library. I don't think she would be in there just because, like, the book is here, right? So, well, I, I suppose that's possibly true. Uh, you could try the... Uh, she does attempt... Uh, occasionally she strolls along the beach um, with her with her friends sometimes. Uh, she could be out there. Maybe she went down to the, the markets. I'd, otherwise, I don't, I don't really know. Can we get down outside this window? Um, do you mean, would you like to exit the estate from this window? Is that what you're asking? I mean, like, can we, like, you know be outside there see if she went that way actually you know whatever Jack opens the window oh. and just jumps out <laughs> oh dear straight I'm gonna before f- you jump out Bugbear is gonna yell out uh you can do it <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe in you yeah uh, sure uh, you just hear like a small fine maybe <laughs> <laughs> some bardic inspiration <laughs> um I have slow fall though, so I, I should be I should be fine. Oh, and it might come in handy. Jingles definitely his eyes go wide when you open the window, and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa what, are, what are you doing? Why, why are you opening? Are you, you're not going to jump out there, are you? That seems like just, a, he just, ignores him he completely. Just, he just he leaps out. out. <laughs> uh, okay, that. Yeah, I hope he doesn't damage the tile. How okay. far down is it? To the to the lip below the window. Uh, probably mm-hmm. like just a five foot drop. It's not very far. Oh. I'm a rabbit. I'll hop out too. Um, it is a narrow kind of lip. I will at least need a um, like an acrobatics check to keep your balance. It won't be a high DC though. From both of us or uh, whoever's out there. Um, acrobatics is fourteen. Seventeen. Okay, that's good enough. You both uh, keep your balance and kind of cling to the side of the wall. Do I notice anything out there? Mm, uh, you can roll perception. Thirteen. Um, no, not really. Both. Nothing that you couldn't see already from the window. Hmm. I'm gonna go check out the uh, food stores. You said they're, they're like this way. It, it, yes, but I would recommend that you uh, wait for me to... I could just take you there, you know, instead of doing what you're doing, which could seriously get me in a lot of trouble. I don't think the Asistoches would appreciate <sighs> anyone climbing on the outside Whatever. of their yeah, building. Yeah, just, just come on. Just get out of here. Just, let's go. I'm not, I'm not crawling out that window. That's I'll wait dangerous. here. Go around. Whatever. I don't... I'll come with you. I'll wait here. Okay. I, I I would suggest that you just come back in and you follow me to the the food stores. I can take you there. It's very easy. You don't have to do any dangerous climbing or potential damaging of property. Fine. I climb back in. Yeah, fine, fine. Thank you. Thank you. That's very, very thoughtful of you to, to not do what you were doing. You mentioned Goodness. a letter, by the way. Is that letter from Sfaxthe? Is that like the one he wrote her this morning? Uh, make a uh, investigation roll. You didn't. Uh, you just saw the letter. You didn't read it, though. Ten. 
10 investigation. Um, you go up to the letter. What languages can you speak? Oh, I only... Why do I only have common? I didn't choose my other languages. Well, I'm not going to give you any hints as to what language you should <laughs> choose right now. Yeah, what are you looking at that there, Bugbear? That would be cheating. Uh, something written in Draconic. I'll what? read it. Probably, right? It's Draconic. You, you can say that. With a 10 investigation, I won't necessarily say that you know that it is or isn't Draconic. But I think you it's know Draconic. Th- I don't know. Uh, I will tell you let that me you look know at it that. is not written in common. Certainly ain't common. I take a look at it. Is it in Draconic? Okay. I speak what Draconic. What language? Uh, you know, you, do you speak Draconic? Yep. Uh, you know that it is not written in Draconic. All right. Well, let me let me let me take a look here. Uh, hey, I, uh, is it is it in Dwarvish? I speak Sylvan. If it's in mm-hmm. common Draconic, Elvish, Gnomish, Dwarvish, Halfling, or Celestial, I can speak all of those. <laughs> okay. Elvish is the winner. So mm. ah. whoever can speak that can Fantastic. read it. I guess. I can read that. Very good. Oh yeah. What is this family? The Asistochi. Yeah. What about them? What 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 race are they? I think primarily human. Okay. Uh, maybe like human with a mix of elf. Mm. All right. I read the letter. Ah, uh, so you go and you snatch the bit. letter <laughs> up from whoever was looking at it. Uh, the Jingles the butler kind of panics and he says, "I do not think we should be looking through the personal effects of Miss Lenora. She would not." I'm not be looking. Very I'm reading. Pleased if we did that. Ah, that's ooh, real. That's a, you got you got me stumped there. Oh, the, uh, well, Jingles, I don't mean to be alarmist, but if we've got a missing person on our hands, then uh, we got to be looking through all the investigative yes, and methods. I'm quite fond of my oh, larynx, so please dear. be quiet, so I may read this letter. <laughs> okay, Jingles, it's, it's panicking, but you you manage to look through the letter, um, and you here's what it says. In Elvish, meet at the beach below the lighthouse. Arrive at the hour after sun's passing. Come alone. Don't be seen. Make sure you are not followed if you are. Dress warm. M. Okay. M. M. Dress warm. Hour pass. Blah blah blah. Right. All of that. We should have started with the letter. Yeah. Let's go there. Let's go to the to the beach. I assume it's the who are there. Who? At the who dare? Well, you know, who dare? The house. Who oh, would yeah, yeah. dare? Sure. Uh, that um, is how I believe it is said. Who would dare? Yeah, the who would dare. Yes. Let's let's go. Who were there? <laughs> yeah, good one. And I punch him on the shoulder. Okay. Whoops. Sorry, bud. Ah. Yeah, look. Uh, Jingles, could you take us to the front door then? Uh, yeah, uh, yep, uh, I can take you there. I'll, um, I'll look around. You, you sure you don't want to check the library or any of the other... I'm pretty sure. Well, pretty I sure. guess I can do that myself. I will yeah. search around for the Lady Lenora, and I will, if I see you, uh, let you know where she is. You you do that. You do that. Yeah. I'm, um, Very good. So, guys, should we get going? Yes, but mm-hmm. you need to come back in the window. I already did. I'm in the window. Out of the window. You're like on the on the sill of the window. Off the window. All right, I jump down from the windowsill. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. We've got to get this letter to her somehow. Very good. You guys leave the estate. Jingles escorts you to the front door, and you, you leave through the gate that you came in through, I assume. And you are, uh, I would take it on the way to the, the beach below the lighthouse. Now... I don't really have the city perfectly planned out in my head. I would imagine that it's pretty far. 
Um, and it is around sunset right now, so if you hoof it, you think you might be able to make it there before the hour after sun's passing. Or just barely in time. Yeah, mm, definitely going to hoof it. Yeah, I think we're going to have to get going quick. All right, get 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 on up, Pop. <laughs> oh, you you <laughs> want me to give you a gift, do a piggyback ride again? Very yep. well. I move this shield around and like just put that on your back. Oh, okay. How heavy is your shield? Uh, it's just like a buckler. It's not that. Okay. It's not he a big struggles one. to lift it and put it on his back, but he does manage to do it after <laughs> some effort. All right. Great. I got a good stance then. Oh, yes. And Jingus uh, Kringus um, kind of crawls on your back. Cool. No way, my <laughs> steed. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, all right. Uh, you know, that that's funny. Was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you guys. Um, yeah, we hope you guys over. start booking it toward the lighthouse mm-hmm. um, in the Huadair district. Faxley starts breathing very heavily once we've gone like five blocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about... Uh, oh, jeez, um, I can't carry two people. Just to see, because, you know, you're giving an old man a piggyback ride, Shodan, and Svaxley's not in good health. I'll get athletics checks from everybody to see what your pace ends up being, if you okay. make it in a reasonable time or not. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, 17, somehow. That's pretty Minus good. Minus one, though. 13. So, you know. um, still pretty good. Athletics, you say. Oh, yeah. Damn. I got a 911. 911. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh no. No. This is an emergency. Just like before, it does seem like Sfaxthe is outpacing you all somehow. Um, I feel like I'm the only one that the really rest of you are... understands the danger of Sfaxthe. <laughs> that might be the case. You are spurred on <laughs> because you were afraid that you will be um thrown I have in the a very ocean. vivid imagination and I am I am I've been yeah. replaying his whole threat. Just with the gruesomest <laughs> of details in my the mind. The speech he rehearsed seven times before he my started. My scales have gone to didn't... like pure white at this point. I'm so terrified. <laughs> and I imagine Shodan wants to move faster, but every time he starts to, Jingus uh, just makes noises like he's gonna break. Something like that. Uh, uh, okay, okay. All right, Pop. I'm sorry. I'll try to be less fragile. <laughs> I mean, yeah, do your best. I could give you some words of encouragement from my lord and savior, Yif. Oh, uh, uh, sure. Actually, yeah, he. I can totally do that, can't I? Because um, I have, uh, what's the one? I think it's Bless? Yeah. Or Guidance? That's for skill rolls. That would make you more athletic. Yeah, so, um... I guess uh, Jingus Kringus will start to, to guidance you, and you mm. feel a little pep in your step. Oh, nice. This old man's got some tricks in his bag of bones. <laughs> 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 all right, you all make it to the beach at a reasonable pace, at a reasonable hour, at a reasonable time. It's it's pretty dark, though, uh, and I don't think any of you but Jingus Kringus had dark vision. Mm-hmm. Are any of you uh, lighting any torches? I can cast a spell. I can cast a spell. 
guess the smell. I'm on my I'm on my claws and knees. So I grab a little seashell. I cast light on it. All right. Uh, you cast light, and you guys are kind of you're almost you're like right at the beach. So you're you're at one of the um. There's kind of like a path that goes along the outer edge of the beach, and you're at one of these sort of inlets to that. And you cast your light on your seashell, and I assume you all kind of uh, step on the beach. Mm. Yeah, the beaches of Lamgo are very, very nice. They are like fine, white, granular sand. The water is very warm. It's uh, usually pretty crowded out here, though. Kind of the area near the lighthouse where you guys are trying to go is a little more rocky and craggy. So not as many people go there, especially not at the nighttime, because as you know, in Lamgo, there are a few roving gangs, such as the Pumble Street Pebsins that Jack B. Muggin is, of course, a part of, that like to cause trouble out on the docks at the very least, and the beaches sometimes too. But because you've got someone so rough and tumble with you, I'm sure it won't be any trouble. At least that's what I say now, but then uh, you guys see some people on the beach uh, (laughs) as you approach the lighthouse that are walking towards you, and they look troublesome. Mm. Anyone can roll perception to try and figure out Mm. who they are. I shouldn't have said they look troublesome before you guys rolled a perception check. <laughs> Fifteen. They look yeah. pretty troublesome. I roll oh, guys, a, these guys look trouble. I roll a natural oh, one. Fifteen. They seem pretty they look, troublesome hmm. indeed. You see, Shodan, the lady Lenora Asistochi beckoning to you in the distance. Oh, she's right over there. <laughs> oh. oh, good. How about that? I do know what we are. They, they look like trouble, man. Like, well, we gotta get over there. Are uh, they with her? This looks like someone's calling to us. Are they in two like two separate groups? So you uh Shodan rolled a natural one. I don't know if you knew that. But oh. he uh he oh, may not have that. seen what he thinks he saw. <laughs> but Jack B. Muggin definitely did see a group of what looks like five people crouched low, walking towards you, and they're doing something with their arms, but you can't quite you think you hear a faint <laughs> But you're not sure. <laughs> Oh, a rehearsal. <laughs> Do I recognize any of these blokes? Make a... What are the other skills in 5e that would let you recognize groups of people? I'm going to look that up. I think, like, maybe not history. I mean, um, it's basic, it'd probably be like... I mean, it's perception, I think. Yeah, yeah I guess it's probably... It, you just did roll a perception check to DC 15. I'll give you, like, a like based on what you know of other rival gangs, you know that there is a gang that roves the beaches sometimes known as the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and they will mug and steal things from the silly rich people that stay out late at night or couples that go out and make out before the sea. Are they known for, for snapping? Is that their thing? That is their signature sort of, it's like, they, they have like this whole thing, the Beach Boys, where they're all about like showmanship, uh, and they think like synchronizing and like harmonizing with each other is really like, that makes them really uh, threatening. Kind of like a mating dance, but for, for being All right, street dust. Everyone look alive. Look alive. We got some Beach Boys coming here. What? Ah, oh, damn it. Let me handle is that, this. Is that one of those street tough all gangs? Right. Would my bardic inspiration still be on you, or has too much time passed? How long does that last? Um, ten minutes. Okay. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> nah, probably not. <clears throat> uh, you're tougher than they are. 
Is, is that a new bardic inspiration you yeah. just got? <laughs> <laughs> is it a D8 or a D6? It's a D8. Okay. All right. Uh, I, um, I set old uh, Jingus down. Oh! Yeah. I kind of Thank meet you. the um, the Beach Boys, like, halfway. Stick near me, Pops. Oh, I will do, Mr. Weston. I will make sure that you are guided by the light of Yif in whatever struggles may come. Nice. As these snapping figures get closer, you hear one of them say, Well, 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 boys, looks like we're gonna have fun, fun, fun tonight. (laughs) We got ourselves a group of lost wanderers out here on the beach. Oh, well. Well, 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 isn't it the beach, boys? Look, I'm not here for trouble. But I am looking for somebody. And so, why don't you just keep on walking and, you know, we'll keep on walking this way. Sound good? Oh! Well, that accent sounds like you're one of the Pumble Street Pebsins. Well, well, well. What a surprise. I'm not looking up Beach Boy songs to make some sort of reference right now. (laughs) It's actually not that easy. Yeah. Well, help and, uh, help me, Rhonda. This is our lucky day. <laughs> well, as you know, each gang here in Lamgo has got a different accent. <laughs> and since you can tell mine and I can tell yours, you know you're not to mess with me or else this is going to get ugly real quick. Maybe that's what we're looking for tonight is some, some, uh, um, it's some, fuck, uh, woo, this is hard. Uh, da-da-da-da-da-da. What are some what are some good ones? Disney Girls? That's a song they did? That seems wrong. How about uh <laughs> um, We're just just looking for some heroes and villains to to we're all Ah fuck it, we're give us give us all your money. No, I I pull out my, my dagger. Like a switchblade, but it's not a switchblade. If you want money, I'll give you something. And I wait I like I like wave the knife around. But if you dust if you have that kindness in your heart, yeah, why don't you just keep on going? And uh, can I roll intimidation? Uh, yeah, I'll allow it. Do I roll bardic inspiration after or before I? Like, can I choose to use it after? But before I you know think the result, that's allowed. Yeah, yeah. before okay. before I. I mean, I'm just rolling their uh, their insight kind of versus yeah. your. Yeah, I'll roll. I'll roll it. That's an eighteen. Cool. Well, they rolled. Oh no, three. sorry, nineteen intimidation. So the beach boys, the one in the front that was kind of doing all the talking, like looks to the other ones and he says, all right, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess we can let this one slide. If we start a turf war with the Pumble Street Pebsons, well, God only knows what would come of that. <laughs> so, yeah, you um, don't want to mess with <laughs> Mr. Pebs. You know what? I'm feeling the good vibrations tonight, so I'm going to let this one slide. But if you ever come on our turf again, Pumble Boy... We'll catch ya with, um, with, um, uh, surfing, <laughs> USA. <laughs> Just get out of here. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, guys, let's go. I like it. I don't make, I, I keep eye contact with them the whole time while They're everyone else moves around me. They're also walking backwards, keeping eye contact with you, snapping their fingers in unison. Never seen you in action before, Jack. That was, uh, that was impressive. You yeah, should have told know. them. You gotta do, you gotta say what you gotta say, you know. The gangs out here, they're, they're rough. But you, you know, if you got the street cred, they'll leave you alone. 
Well, let's look for Mr. Lenora. Yeah, that didn't delay you guys too much. Uh, and after a few more minutes, you end up uh, at the cliffs below the lighthouse. The lighthouse is kind of situated on top of these tall rock formations that kind of cluster together at this one part of the beach. It's kind of the tallest point on the shore anyway, and that seems like a kind of effective place for a lighthouse. But I don't know. I'm not a lighthouseman. It's also probably important to just have a lighthouse near where there's a bunch of craggy rocks that people could crash into. And this Mm -hmm. is a place where that would be the case. So you are far below the lighthouse, but this is where the letter kind of implied you should be. Mm -hmm. But you have your light out, and you don't really see any other signs of anybody around. There's, There's no other lights. You're kind of looking maybe on the ground. In fact, everybody can roll a perception check. See anything, Jingus? Oh, would you like... Me to use my 300 feet of my vision of the night. Perception. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. I, also, I think Jingus I, is actually very good at perception. I rolled a, a nat 20. Nice. Then I don't... Who cares what anybody else got? They're, that's not important anymore. <laughs> yeah, Shodan, you are kind of peering around. Sfaxi's waving his seashell light out, uh, about... And you catch a glimpse of something darker than the sand surrounding it, sort of lying down on the beach. You think it could be a rock, but as the light kind of catches it again, you see that it looks a little, perhaps squishier than a rock. Oh, oh, look over there. And I start uh, hustling over to me. Oh, dear. All right. Yeah, I, I follow. I follow. You all the light. run up to this this pile on the beach, and you see that, it is indeed a, a humanoid figure who is face down in the sand, and uh, you can roll an investigation check, but it, it looks like a, at least from here, a dead body. Um, I have to take a bathroom break, so I'm going to go do that. I'm going to get some fresh air, because oh my god. Yeah, it's stuffy in here in my booth, I think. Everyone, roll for initiative. Oh, shoot. I forgot my dice. Oh, don't worry. Just call 1-800-ROLL-A-DIE. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Just call 1-800-ROLL-A-DIE. The easiest way to roll a die when you forget to bring your dice to the table. Thank you for calling 1-800-ROLL-A-DIE. What dice would you like to roll today? For D20, press 1. For D6, press 2. For D8, press... 1! Please select the number of D20 you would like to roll. For one, press one. For two, one. You have selected one D20. If this is correct, press one. If it is incorrect, press pound to return to the main. One. You rolled a 12. Have a nice day. With 1-800-ROLL-A-DIE, you're never without your dice. Our fully automated system will roll you a die at the speed of light. I cast Fireball. That's 8D6 damage. You have selected 8D6. If this is correct... You rolled a four, a three, a one. So convenient and fast, you'll never want to roll real dice again. Ever since I started using 1-800-ROLL-A-DIE, I've thrown all my dice in the trash. My sessions have never gone faster or smoother. 1-800-ROLL-A-DIE even has custom messages depending on how well you roll. You rolled a one. That blows. Ah, dang it. You rolled a 20. 
Are you sure you're not using loaded dice? Hey! 1-800-ROLL-A-DICE has over 47 custom messages. You rolled a 19. Suck my balls, goblin overlord. Classic Roll-A-DICE. <laughs> 1-800-ROLL-A-DICE, the 100% most convenient way to play D&D. 1-800-ROLL-A-DICE will only roll dice. It will not do math. Players are responsible for adding their own modifiers. Custom messages not guaranteed to appropriately apply to every situation. Must be 18 or older to call. I think our fans are corpses. Hello, mm, uh, <laughs> exquisite, exquisite oh, corpses. Speaking of corpses, <laughs> you guys found a corpse just a second ago on the beach. No time has passed since our break. May I roll a medicine? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, medicine would be super allowed. Great. That's a twelve. Twelve medicine. Uh, what did everybody else get on their uh, investigation? Fifteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. That's pretty good. Uh, the nine. Okay. So, uh, Sfax, the you know that this guy, this corpse is a fresh one. Oh, How fresh? Deceased. Like it uh, died minutes ago, probably. Uh. Is it? Is it just curled up? Do we see the face? Can I roll it onto its? You can back? flip it over. It is so. face down. Yes, quite delicately. Right. I will do so. You you flip the body, um, and you see now pretty obviously that it has been stabbed in the chest, <sighs> right through the heart. Oh. It's uh, it is a uh, a human clad in a black cloak, but underneath the black cloak there seems to be some pretty fine looking dress. Like they're they were ready to be out and about on the town, but you don't see any like armor or weapons on their body, uh, and they're definitely dead, definitely definitely dead. Um, what's the face look like? Pretty pretty handsome, pretty pretty. Like they've got a good jawline going on, like a little bit of five o'clock shadow. Black mm. hair uh, that was at one point probably neatly combed, but now looks a little disheveled and sandy after being face down mm-hmm. in the beach. Yeah, yeah, deadhead. Big old beautiful brown eyes that are kind of glazed over because they're dead. Uh, kind of stuck in a look of almost surprise. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what you notice with all these people. <sighs> So not Lenora. <laughs> mm, you don't think this is the lady Lenora. Definitely doesn't look like a lady. You could do some further examination if you really want to make sure, but I don't know if we want this to be that kind of podcast. <laughs> check his junk. You can check the junk if you really want. We'll just really glaze just over gonna, it. Like, check the wound, Did check I... the pockets, check, like, it's fresh, but how fresh? The blood is still wet fresh? Yeah, it's still leaking blood. A lot of it has been soaked up by the sand, though. Did I notice anything around the body with that 15 on investigation? You can see that there are some footprints, but there are a lot of footprints kind of on this beach. You know, people have been walking around all day. The tide is starting to come in, too, so it hasn't quite gotten to the point yet where it's going to take this guy out to sea, obviously. But probably in, like, another hour it might have, but it seems like you didn't, at least with that investigation role, weren't able to determine any, like, standout. There's nothing obvious here. Looks like a classic case of a stabbing. Can we can we search around for any, like, family sigils or anything yes, like that? Yes, any rings, anything in the pockets. In, like, really investigate all yeah, the pockets. Um, make a, an investigation check again. You can do that to, to more thoroughly mm-hmm. check the body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's a 10. 
Now, you don't notice anything beyond what you had found I'll try. That it is a dead man. No, no, that's like a nine. Yeah. What? From your cursory just checking of things, just patting him down, yeah, it looks like he was either never had anything on him in the first place or he was Is investigation clean. intelligence know. or is that... Oh, it, okay. is. it is. That's a 13? Yeah, you get the feeling that the guy with the clothes he was wearing probably had something on him of value, but whoever did the deed to kill him uh, must have Perhaps those him, beach boys did it. Got nothing on him. Mm. Fucking hell. Are we going to have to go interrogate those beach boys? I think we should uh, look for Lenora. Is there more beach ahead? Like, is there? have we kind of reached the edge of the cliffs or... Yeah, you're almost there. Like there is a place where the beach gets kind of separated oop, by these um, these rocks that kind of like jut out into the sea a little bit. There's kind of like a natural break. That's like as far as conceivably anybody could walk, though. So somebody would have had to, you know, this is kind of like a secluded place where you kind of have to consciously walk into it. There are not a lot of. There's only really one in and out. Well, I guess two. You could you could sail in on a boat. Or you could walk around the, to the front of where the lighthouse is. That you, this, that's the route you M- took. Mr. Kringus, do you see anything beyond what the mm. light shows? Oh. oh, um, let me check my list of spells to see if there is anything I can do to help you here. Oh, yes, indeed. No. <laughs> Great, and you don't you don't like see anyone like in the distance? Should we just call out oh, for Lady Lenora? I'm just gonna do that. I'll roll a perception check if you're so insistent that you I do. You just seem to have really good eyesight uh, compared to the rest of us. It's not it's not terrible. I'll My go eyes ahead have seen and bless him. Many horrors. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, he's got a plus six to perception, but he only rolled oh, a wait, five, so. Work. Jingus doesn't give you any extra information, I'm afraid. Okay, I'm just going to call out, Lady Lenora! Just just yell that a couple times. All right. Um, everybody else, when he yells that out, can make another perception check. Oh, yeah. 23. Nice. Mm, nice. 12. 19. Um, all right. Should probably not do a different Get answer. Get out of the numbers. <laughs> Bugbear. Cumberbun. Are you mm-hmm. Cumberbun or Cumberbunny? Because you've been saying Cumberbunny. In uh, Sylvan, it's <laughs> Cumberbunny. Okay. But a lot of people here just call me Cumberbun. I think they think it's easier. Ah, yes, okay. <laughs> well, um... Less cumbersome. But I'll just say I think I'm like the, like the clothing, but they don't realize it actually, yeah. You um, see as you're looking around in the in the lights, you see uh, one of the nearby like rocks that's kind of jutting out of the sand. Something like slip and tumble down the side of it. I'm gonna maybe cast person, invisibility animal, on myself sure. and then run after it. Great, you're okay. Um, so you do you see Cumberbund just dead sprint at this big rock that's coming out of the sand? Well, he's invisible though, right? Oh, oh, that's what you... Ca- I thought you said something else, but no, yeah, I guess you're invisible. Okay, you turn invisible and run toward the rock. You're not being particularly stealthy or anything? Just just um, being invisible? Oh, jeez, I'm where'd you go? How far is it? Uh, it's 
probably like 20 feet away from where you're at. Uh, then, uh, then I'll try to be stealthy. That seems like I could try to get there. But, but I want to be quick because I want to catch this person. I want to get a glimpse of this, if it's a person, this person. So maybe I'm not being stealthy. Okay. Either way. Just being invisible. <laughs> you being invisible, though, makes you pretty, like, I mean, you're on sand, so you're not going to be super loud. It's just that you are going to show, like, footprints as you run towards mm. this thing. So if somebody rather perceptive were to see it, mm-hmm. they might be, you know, might catch on to the fact that something is coming after them. I think, um, you know what I can do is I can, because I have a jump speed. Nice. 15 feet as well. So instead of like making regular steps, I'll like, I'll hop. You can make leaps and bounds. That sounds interesting. Is that just something you get to do? Like you don't have to make a roll for it? It's a bonus action that I can do is to jump 15 feet without provoking opportunity attacks too. Hmm. Sounds broken. I have three. I can do three per long rest. That's a lot. It's a lot of jumps. It's a rabbit Oh, do you thing. want to use one of those to kind of uh, leap yourself most of the way there and then like sprint the last bit? Mm-hmm. Definitely would uh, be less expected if you just disappeared and then suddenly leapt through the night. That's what I'm going to do. All right. You, uh, uh, no, well, I guess nobody sees this. Um, Bugbear sees this as he turns invisible and then leaps at this rock uh, and then just, you know, sprints the rest of the way toward it. Just where did he go? You hear in the direction of the rock, though, an audible crap and then somebody slide down the other side of the rock and then start shuffling through the sand toward the water. I'm going to continue to try to approach this person. Okay. Uh, what's your move speed? A uh, 30. 30? Yeah, I'm going to say because you like got that jumping head start that you can definitely, and like he had to clamber down a rock a little bit, you can catch up to them. Cool. Do, can I see? I don't have dark vision. Can I see their face? Does it look like a woman? The rule perception. Okay. 13. Okay. Well, they're not facing you, so you can't see their face. They're running away from you. You're very close to them. You're like 10 feet behind them, and they Mm. are definitely not a woman. Hmm. Stop there! (laughs) (laughs) You hear him say, no, I'm, I don't, please leave me alone. (laughs) Stop running and I'll leave you alone. I don't believe you. You'll have to persuade me. (laughs) Nice. I'm good at this. Twenty-four. That's pretty persuasive. He stops, and he turns, and he puts his hands up. He says, I don't know anything, okay? I just, I saw, um, I, I don't really know what I saw. What did it seem like you saw? I, I saw, I saw, um, I saw a man get, he got stabbed. I saw, he was with a woman, and some, some people in, in robes. They took, they took the woman, and I just, I was, I was, um, I was just out on my, my nightly, my nightly jog, and I, and I, I didn't expect to see anybody out here, so... When he said nightly jog, did that sound legit, or did he, like, sound like he was obviously making that up? Making it up on the spot. Uh, roll, um, insight. Uh, Do the rest of you, um, kind of walk after this to to gather around this? He ran away invisible, so... 16? You hear, you do hear this happening, though. It's not that far away. Okay, yeah. You're on the beach together. When he went invisible and started running, 
Jack like immediately pulled out a knife. Was like, Pugbear, where'd you go? And then he heard the commotion, turns, and just starts booking after that. Yeah, Shadan's following too. We ain't gonna hurt you. We ain't gonna. Okay. These, are, these are my friends. Um, um know you can't see me. I'm I'm here though. Oh yeah, he couldn't see you the whole time. Did did you wait? Wait 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 wait. So you you did you like grab him or anything, or did you just like tell I him just to stop? Shouted out stopped. and said stop. Oh, and then I said if you keep running, or if you stop, then I'll leave you alone. Um. Okay. So definitely, then he would turn around and be like, "What? Who? Who's there?" It is I. Who's I? I'm your mind. What? No, just kidding. It's it's I, Bugbear Cumberbun. The, the I, actor? I'm invisible right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Aren't you retired? It's, uh, no, just, uh, you know, haven't been in anything recently, but uh, making a comeback. Now listen, need your help. These are my friends who are running over here. Don't be God. alarmed. Oh, just sees Jack with a knife out running I'll, at 40. I'll go uninvisible <laughs> so that you all see what's going on. Oh, oh, we just okay. need to know uh, what you saw. Look, if you if if you saw something, if you don't know what you saw, um, that's okay. We're not going to hold it I, against you. But we're looking. It's a very important matter to the entire city. Um, okay, we got to know what did you I see. Was, well, I just I saw. Well, he recounts what I said earlier, but he basically says, "I saw up uh, uh, so there was a there was a man. He was dressed in a in a you know pretty pretty nice clothes. He was very handsome. Um, he was waiting out by one of the rocks. Um, and then a woman." showed up she was dressed in a in a dark cloak and they 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 embraced um they they did a little kissing and um i then saw two two i don't know if it was men or women or what figures i guess clad in in all these these uh, these dark robes i couldn't really tell what color it is it's it's, it's dark out after all I, I really wasn't sure they 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 stabbed the man uh, and took the woman, and they they went off. He points toward the craggy rocks that way. How many how were there? Um, the, how many were there? Or how yeah, long? How long ago? ago and how many? Uh, I think I think just just two I saw, and I was just hiding behind a rock because I didn't want to, you know, get caught myself or killed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, this must have been uh, fifteen minutes ago. I've just been hiding to make sure that there weren't any more. They're not coming back. They were they were trying to do things in a hurry. They they were just just in and out like like that. The direction that he pointed is it like basically underneath the lighthouse, like on the cliffs. Yeah, it's kind of toward actually more toward like where the cliffs meet the ocean, like that big divide. What's your name? Oh, my name's uh, uh Bartholomew. Well, oh, thanks, um, Bartholomew. People call me Mew. Mew. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. If we need to talk to you later, where, where can we find you, like during the day? Uh, I work in the, the 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 stables that the um the well-to-do keep their prized horses in. I'm a I'm a stable boy. In the Hua there. Mm-hmm. Well, get out of here. It's dangerous out night okay. at night. The Beach Boys, they're probably the Beach not Boys. here. Oh God, they're 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 terrifying. Yeah. So go home. The snapping they do it's so intimidating. Okay, I'm gonna run. <laughs> he starts awkwardly running with his arms flailing about <laughs> through the sand uh, the way you guys came. Jack's going to go in the direction that he pointed, like towards the rocks. Same as these. Mm-hmm. Very good. While, while, while they were like talking to Mew, Sfaxi was creeping on the body a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just like Ew. going through pockets, checking everything, poking Are it. Are you being particularly stealthy about that? No, I'm just going through pockets and things. Okay. Uh, Looking you can in make the mouth. an extra special investigation check. Okay. 
Is is take twenty still a thing, or is that like a taking a twenty? Ew, I take 20? hate taking twenties. You know what I'm talking about. I do though, know right? what you're talking about. Okay. I'll allow like taking a ten, but taking a twenty? No, thank you. I'm I'm not that kind of girl, Mister. I rolled a I two. <laughs> okay, well you can take a ten, I guess. On the what would be a ten? What is your passive investigation? My passive investigation. Well. It's intelligence, right? So mm-hmm. my intelligence is an 18. That's pretty good. Did you I don't invest... have investigation though. So then you would have I a have... plus 4 to Yes, I have a plus so 4. So it would be a 14. You um <laughs> you're 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 creeping through this guy's pockets. Um and <laughs> mm-hmm. then you hear the crackling of bones as Jingus Kringus squats <laughs> down next to you and says, "What are you doing?" Investigating. Oh, would you like any help? Sure. Oh, okay. He touches you on the shoulder and gives you guidance to investigate this corpse. You may roll a d4 and add that to your... I'll just let you add it to your passive investigation if you want, or you can make a roll either way. Well, you already rolled it too, so I'll just let you add it to your passive. Uh, Okay. Um, I don't allow um, (laughs) taking 20s, but I will allow this. One. Cool. You got a 15. That was perfect. That's exactly what you needed. Um, okay. You, <laughs> Solid. Perfect search rolls. through this man's pockets. Um, it, it seems like, yeah, he was definitely not even really carrying anything of value on him in the first place, but you do find in his, like in his jacket pocket, like on the inside of the jacket, a ring that signifies him as belonging to... The, 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 I'll get there in a second, the, the, Mac, Max, Max, Maxon family. That's what he's, that's what Mac, he belongs to. Mac, Mac, Maxic, Maxic, Maxon family? The Mamaxon family. Mamaxon family. Mamaxon. This is the seal of the Mamaxon family. They are known, uh, you, uh, you can make a history check actually about them if you want to know more. I know that. I have that. Good. That's Do a it. plus six. I know history. Oh, good. Seventeen. Yeah, you know the Mamaxon family are like staunch rivals of the Asistochi in the the industries that they they compete in. Oh, like the Asistochi are big on like shipping, obviously, um, and the the Mamaxon are like kind of their constant rivals the heads of the families hate each other it's like a whole montague capulet situation you've got going on yes 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 this mm, i will take the ring i'll show it to uh, mr kringus oh by kringus and by that i mean me what is this it's the ring of the Mamax. Mamax. Mamaxon? Mamaxon? Is that what we landed up? Mamaxon family? They are quite well to do, They're if very I understand. Well to do. Rivals of the Assistochis. Yes, indeed, indeed. Do you think the Assistochi had him assassinated? I think it's a Romeo and Juliet thing. What? Who's, who are they? It's a play I saw. <laughs> Cumberbund oh. might have been in it. Oh, we should ask Mr. Cumberbun if he was in that play. Oh, oh, I remember. If I were a glove upon that hand, I would smack that ass, I think is one of the lines from the play. <laughs> if I'm I wrong. That, that might be Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, very good. Uh, what 
do you think we should go to the Maxon estate then and see if they are the ones who have... Well, that would make sense because he is, he is the dead one. I think he wrote the letter. I think oh. they were on a, on a little tryst. Oh, dear. Oh, Sfaxi would not be happy to know that his future bride-to-be was canoodling in the night time with his rival family member. No, and I don't think he'd be very happy with whoever delivered that news to him. No, indeed, I know Sfaxi. Oh, yes. I think he eats the skins of the people that go missing. I've heard he takes their feet and keeps them in his closet. Oh, yes, I have heard such rumors as well. I saw him as more of a hand guy, but I could see feet, too. He might keep both. He might keep both. He might keep both. He could. He probably keeps both. Two different closets. Oh, dear. My tummy hurts. My everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> we, should, we should go talk, tell them yes. about this. We should, we should go, we should go let <laughs> this them know. to our, let our them to go. The, the romance gone wrong. Yeah, you guys, uh, uh, you saw um, Mew running off very awkwardly into the, the night. Um, you also see coming in your direction Sfaxthe and Jingus Kringus, and they look, both of them, they act like they're in very poor physical condition, but they always look like that. They also look a little <laughs> scared. We're on our way over to the, like, rocks as well, right? Where you pointed? Yeah, I, th- I guess you guys may have been moving over there, and we're not paying attention to the fact that Jingus Kringus and Sfaxthe were rooting through the body. Jingus, Faxley, you look spooked. Well, um, sort oh, of yeah, good I'm news and sort spooked. of bad news, as it happens. Oh. I think I think we have an idea of who the poor gentleman there is who's quite dead. He looks rich. And who wrote the letter? Yes, he's from the Mamaxi family. Mamaxin? Mamaxin family. Mamaxin family. Say what? Yes, rivals of the Asistochi. This is his, their ring, the seal, it's the ring of, of them. And, well, he's dead. I mean, he's, we he's think dead. The Lady Lenora was having some fancy fun time with him on the beach at on night. On the beach, yeah. Oh, that's... Montague and Capulet uh, situation, huh? Exactly. No. exactly. You know what? What is that? We should make sure he's really dead. Were he you... might be faking it. Were you in, Were you in that play, Mr. Cumberbun? I was. I thought I knew it. I knew it. I said it. I said it. You did say it. I played, it. uh, Mac- Mercutio. Is that actually a role? Mac- yes, Mercutio. Uh, I think he's a role. It's like the main guy, right? The, There's the, like Tybalt no. and Mercutio. They're the guys that are the cousins of whoever. The yeah. Romeo or Juliet, one of the two. Oh, one of my finer plays, yes, yes. I liked when she poisoned herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what if he did that? What if this is all well, a ruse? Well, not a lot uh, get in the way, but we got to get moving. They might be over there. Like usher us along a what? little bit as um, we talk. I'm with Jack. Oh, the testimony from Mew made it seem as though she was kidnapped, and rather urgently, we we may want to make haste. Onward, my friends! And Jingus Kringus slowly shuffles through the sand <laughs> toward the, the rocks. He's not fast, especially not in sand. Uh, I would like to, before we get into any potential fisticuffs, just do a quick mage armor of myself, just before the, like any dangerous bad things happen. There's a dead person. There's a kidnapping. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. I want to feel a little safer. Mm. I cast mage armor. Okay. I take okay. out my book. I trust you. I just cast it. 
it only boosts my AC up to 13. I have no dex. Yeah. So Jingus yeah, Kringus has an AC of nine, so he's yeah, he has no way to boost it either. He's going to die. <laughs> like, straight up, I'm going to have to roll a new character for the next session. Oh, wait, I do have dex. Hmm. Never mind, my AC is 15. Nice. That's yeah, good, I might actually. live. For a wizard. Mm-hmm. All my other stats besides intelligence are trash. Not as bad as yours, though. Mm-mm. But you realize if you die, you've sort of the the setup you've given us means that you have to keep playing old men, so that you can play someone who fills that role. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I I am now locked into my role in the wedding as an old fatherly figure. <laughs> All right. Just keep finding a new old man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you find a replacement old man for Jingus Kringus so that Sfaxley is not suspicious that you've, you keep... It's not, you try to make him look like the same one. Could that be your shtick that you die every episode? Like I, just you? <laughs> that would be hilarious. I don't know how we can make that happen, though, if this is all unplanned. Because this is entirely unplanned, improvised, nobody knows what's going to happen in this story. I know me saying that right now makes it seem like that's the case, but it's not. We can yeah, just he's edit not that lying at all. No, I am 100% telling you all of the truths. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you all uh, continue on to the beach to the rocks where uh, I almost said do, but that's not his name. His name's Mew. He pointed in that direction and you go that direction. You are now at the crags that jut out into the break we'll see. Everybody uh, make a perception or investigation check. Why not? Why not one of those? Why wouldn't you do that? 21. 15. That's a no. All right. I rolled a no. Okay. What was the probably not best of them? I heard 15. 21. 21 sounds better than that, what I heard. Okay. Jack B. Muggin, you swagger on up to these rocks. Uh, You don't see in the light um, anybody, really. Um, You do, however, notice... Uh, that there is something not that is not a rock, like kind of near where the the water line is right now, where the waves are crashing. Uh, there is a like a large metal pole with a rope attached to it that is sticking out of the rocks. Hmm. Kind of like maybe somebody had a makeshift tether or something. Yeah, like, like a boat was was here. Oh fuck! I think they might have gotten away on a boat. Can I, like, survey the uh, the water? I mean, it's dark out. But... It is dark. You would you would not be able to see very far. It is kind of close. Like, the moon's fairly full. It's a waxing gibbous. Is that the one that's mostly full? It's like, yeah, because yeah. Crescent is the not full one. I yeah. know my moon phases. Yeah, it's a waxing gibbous right now. So, you um, actually, do we ever, like, go over how many moons this place has? It has one now. How Seven. many does it have? It has at least one. The other ones are not up right now, but the biggest moon... They're hiding. Yeah, they're all hiding. Sometimes they hide behind the bigger moon. They're bashful. Mm-hmm. The The biggest moon in the sky is a waxing gibbous. And you can see out on the water, like, you can see the line of the horizon a little bit. Like, you can see the stars, and... Yeah, you note... Uh, you actually make a perception check. You could Just also Jack or all of us. You all of you can make a perception check. You can also make a nature check. Eighteen. Oh, that one's not cool. If you wish, That's nature no. or perception. 
18. Uh, 18? That's pretty good. Nature, 19 for, uh, for perception, not cool. nature. Cool. Yeah, um, Bugbear and Jack, you look out on the horizon and you see in the distance, like straight off from these crags, a pretty large island. Uh, you know there's a few islands out in the Breakwell Sea pretty close to Lamgo. And you maybe get, you know, you see that's that's at least the largest body of land straight out from here. You're not sure where they would go if they went up and down the coast. Uh, there are some kind of like canyons to the north and then more like plains to the south. I just made that canon now. So we're all going to have to remember that. Um, <laughs> yeah, the canyons up north kind of lead to the mountain. I think we had a name for the mountain that was up nearby. Mm-hmm. It was Mount, yeah, Mount, Mount Playa. Mount Playa. Yeah. Yep, yep. And the Rumpf River kind of runs through the canyon south through the city of Lamb going out into the sea. Yeah, that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everyone most knows likely that. they've gone everyone out knows to, the, that. to the island. That's common as the name Saxby. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that the canyons and the terrain leading up to Mount Playa is rather treacherous, and there's not a whole lot of places you could land a boat there. And to the south, that's, you know, that's the... Um, uh, well, the Fupsu, Fupsu Forest, I think, is mm-hmm. the other one. Mm-hmm. Fupsu Forest, yeah. yeah, the Fupsu Forest. Um, you could also try to. Um, you, you maybe they could also be like just from. I don't know if anybody actually did. Anybody roll nature, and roll it good. <laughs> I could uh, re-roll. No, try to roll nature. No, it's fine. This is just general geography stuff that I think anybody who lived here long enough would know generally. Like places you could go. There's also, if you kind of go in deeper, like up sort of near where the Rumpf River pours out into the uh, Breakwell Sea, there are some caverns. That's where Derpemple Cavern is. That's where the trout go to mate. That's another place maybe they could be going hmm. if they took a boat. So, island but the, and the pole cavern. that presumably would hold like a lead with a boat on it is directly across from this island. Yeah, that's like straight out from here. Is how that far out? It's like a mile or more. <sighs> yeah, probably a few miles. Like it would be a good, like by a small boat, it would take you probably like an hour or so to get there if you were not the most experienced of sailors. Swimming would not be a great idea. No. Oh, Sfaxi can't swim. Are we Gingus, in the? Would are, sink are we like, like right against the water away. here, or are we far enough? Away from the water that we could see some fresh prints in the sand. Um, like, you do they, not see or, Will Smith anywhere out and about. I yep. But you do, <laughs> you do can make an investigation roll. It's trying to work in Bel Air somewhere. <laughs> He's, he uh, got in a fight and his mom got scared. You won't find him here because he's out now. Yeah, that's a good investigation roll. Uh, Seventeen. <laughs> So, looking at, like, you know, before you kind of noticed the footprints were all over the place out where the, the corpse was, uh, but you can see what looks like a couple of footprints and some drag marks in the sand where the water hasn't quite washed it away leading up to this this spot. So, that has to be somewhat recent. Well, I mean, Mew did say that the guy was killed, like, at most 15 minutes ago. Mr. Kringus, do you see a boat out there? Mm. The waters uh, with your ridiculous dark vision? can see roughly 300 feet beyond my own circle here. I Let me see. And he sort of looks out onto the ocean and squints and looks around. He says, no, I 
I do not see a boat. All right. I can roll a perception check, though, to see if I see the silhouette of anything in the night. No, I do not. <laughs> Great. Do we think they went to that island? I mean, these tracks are sort of fresh. I mean, like, if it was like 13 minutes ago, they couldn't have gotten far, right, on a boat. So, what are they? they they're either, like, going to the, the cavern or going out to that island. Well, the cavern's, like, underwater, right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, depending on where the tides are at, it is, it can kind of flood or, uh, or be mostly We're empty. high tide or low tide right now. We are at, like, mid-tide. The tide is coming in. High tide's it's coming, coming in. in. Okay. So I don't think they're going to the caverns. The tides are coming in. You go to the caverns now, you're going to get flooded. So the island. The island it is. Um, does anyone have a boat that we could, like, require? Not in my pocket. Oh, yeah, my pocket here. Ah. I mean, that we could have in the sarcastic approach. Yeah, I was being truthful, but, like... We would likely have to take one from the docks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. How far are the docks from here? Mm. You'd have to... So unless you wanted to climb over the rocks to get to the docks, you'd have to go back out the way you came and up up the road, or I guess down the road to the south a bit. The docks are on the other side of the lighthouse in the Pumble District. But if we climbed is. over the rocks, would we be pretty close? Uh, yeah, you could probably, like, if you successfully climbed over these rocks, you could save some time. It's just that they're very craggy and difficult to climb. They're also slippery, sharp. And we have a Jingus. And you have both a Jingus Kringus and a Sfax the Nux and Buxley, who are not no. the best athletically at doing we things. We could stay here while you do it, and then oh, you can yes. come pick us up. I could spend... Uh, my time gazing out at the stars from the beach and contemplating my existence. Oh, we could go get a buck, go get a boat, swing back here, and uh... oh, yeah. Can I like try to scramble up the the rocks to see what's on the other side? Yeah, roll athletics. No, I never seen that... someone climb so beautifully. <laughs> Are you giving him bardic inspiration? That seems seemed very bad. I'm never going to tell you when I'm giving you bardic inspiration. I'm you just going to compliment you. And it's going to be a very, like, awkward compliment. <laughs> you just have to know you're inspired. Um, athletics, that would be 19. That's pretty darn good. And you do mm-hmm. manage to scramble your way to the tops of these rocks. Uh, oh, and I also... used the bardic inspiration, sorry. Uh, d- okay, sure. Yeah, you're at you're up you're up on the rocks. Anything you wanted to do? I mean, like, can I see some boats that we could take or anything? On the other side of these rocks, yeah. There's there's so you do see the docks not far from here. Uh, and everybody keeps their boats at the dock. Like, where else are you gonna keep them? So for sure, there's probably like some guards out there, depending on the dock you decide to go to. But if you were sneaky enough, you could certainly steal a boat. I like call down to the, uh, to behind me. I'm gonna go take a boat. I'll be right back. Uh You're going solo. You're splitting the wedding party so soon. I mean, we are anyway. It'd be faster if it was just one pe- one person, right? I'm not gonna get a big boat. Great, go for it. Oh yes, um, Gif be with you. I can go with you and turn us both invisible. And then get up here. You can turn multiple people invisible. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Three. I cast at a higher level. Oh, wow. A rabbit of many talents. And here I thought he was just a retired actor. <laughs> All right, like, Oh, no. Bugbear and I, so we'll, we'll go and we'll come back real quick. Yeah? Well, don't be caught. 
Well, I guess we're we're splitting the party. Session one. Good stuff. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Shodan, uh, Jingus, and Sfaxley are, I guess, just going to hang out on the beach and talk about life. Or sit in awkward <laughs> We can silence. cut back to that later, though. We'll start first with Bugbear and Jack B. Muggin. So you guys uh, have to both climb up and then climb down these rocks, stealth your way onto a boat without getting caught by the boat guards, and then successfully sail the boat back to where the party is. Th- those mm-hmm. are your tasks. So mm-hmm. how, how do you want to go about that? Well, we're going to climb down, I think, or I could jump. Uh, it's probably like a 40-foot drop, and there's craggy, spiky rocks at the bottom, so you're gonna probably not going to want to do that unless you're really confident you can jump super good. I mean, I like, I have slow fall. So. Oh, right. Well, that would do it. <laughs> I can enhance my ability and give myself cat's grace. And that just gives you uh, advantage Advantage on, on dexterity checks, yeah. and uh, I don't take damage from falling 20 feet or less, so if I even make it halfway down, I could just jump. That's true. Okay. Well, you guys are the right people for the job, I guess. So uh, <laughs> you, grace. Jack B. Muggin, you don't even have to roll anything. You just float down gracefully. Um, and you cast your cat's grace. That still requires you make a roll, though, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I just get advantage on dexterity. Make that roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very good, because I got a 5 and a 19. What is it? Uh, I'll allow acrobatics to hippity-hop down these rocks. Nice, nice. Then it's going to be a 23. Yeah, you're down. That's that's no problemo. You're a, you're a rabbit person. Task 1, done. Yeah, All right. And then I'll, at, at 20 feet left, I'll just hop the rest of the way. Very nice. You are down at the bottom of the crags. Mm. Uh, you see the docks, probably about 100 feet from you. You're kind of underneath them. You'd have to climb up the sides, or you could like go kind of up and around and, and enter the docks from the you know the way they're supposed to be entered, not from underneath. Is there a boat like close to small enough to take to the bottom of the docks? Roll perception. Um, ten. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't see any that are uh, that are small on this side that you could you could easily uh, detach from the docks. There are plenty of big, like, sailboats here at this end by the lighthouse. All right, Bugbear, can we turn invisible and then go in and try to find a small boat? Mm-hmm. Um, do we have to climb up or something again, or are we done with climbing for now? So if you climb up, it'll save you some time, but if you want to just, like, walk up the beach and around to the to the up the hill where the, where the docks kind of begin, you can do that. It'll just take a little more time. I'm fine with climbing, if you are. Yeah, I just got to drop my concentration on a... Maintaining this cat's agility here. Cat's grace, if you will. Well, let, let's get up there. To turn both of us invisible. Should we get up there first, then? Probably. How much more time are we talking? Like minutes, or are we talking like Like a few. Minutes? It would save you a few minutes. Like long enough that your invisibility spell would... or a, Like it, it's long enough that a spell might wear off in the duration that it took you to uh, to get there. Well, the invisibility lasts for an hour. Oh, well, then it's not that long. It's like ten oh. minutes. Okay, well, let's just go around. Okay, let's do it. I'll cast invisibility on both of us, third level spell. We're both invisible. Whoa. All right, you I guys are invisible. So and you're just going to climb up them docks, or are you going to go around? We're going around, right? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All yeah, right, you, you leisurely weird. stroll along the beach up to where it... Um... It's best if you don't look at it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you stroll up the beach, and you... Uh, you make it to the the docks, uh, or at least you know where they where they kind of begin along the shore, 
Yeah, the dogs are kind of separated, I guess, uh, by by district as well. Even though they're all in the Pumble district, there are kind of the nicer, well-to-do docks, kind of on the more north side. And then as you head south, they're a lot less well-maintained, not as many good-looking boats. And uh, you'd be likely to find some smaller vessels probably down there. Yeah, we're on the north side, right? North side, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so... All right, let's be quiet because they can still hear us. But um, uh, let's go to the the south side. See if we can find a find a boat. Sure, sure. If you'll humor me, uh, just for a moment, uh, I've sort of got a tradition that I do every time. I, I don't come down here too often, but when I do, I sort of just say this thing out loud. <clears throat> What's um, up, Doc? All right. Let's carry oh on. God. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, I don't know oh. why you're saying hi to the dock, but um, you know, all right, it's let's go. I do. I, you know, <laughs> kind of getting a craving. For you know, in D and D five e, there is such a thing as inspiration, where the DM can award advantage on a, any role that you want in the future. I'm going to award you disadvantage on a role of my choice in the future for that joke. <laughs> you have been cursed with the anti-inspiration. Fantastic. Uninspiration. I am cringe. just. I am just the cringe. cringe you have a cringe die. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm so yeah. Glad. No. I'm so not really. Should we You guys uh, so what docks are you gonna try to rob the boat from? One of the poorer ones so we can find a smaller boat, I think. Yeah, rob okay. from the poor. Yeah. Alright. You guys run your little invisible bodies down to the, the poorer section of the docks. Um and you come across a good selection of dinghies. Any like particular style you wanna take? Well, I don't think either of us know how to um, sail a boat, probably. So, like, mm. something simple. So just yeah. your standard rowboat with oars, probably. Yeah. All right. You need one right. that suit seats five people. Without making a perception check, because you guys are invisible, you have a lot of time, you see one that is perfect. It's well-oiled, no holes. It's got, like, padded seats and everything, too, so your butts will be comfortable as you take the journey to the island. One problem, though, there's somebody next to it who's got their hat like tipped tipped low over their face they're wearing a long blue tattered coat uh you see they're kind of like broad shouldered they've got a hook for a hand and a peg leg and it seems like maybe they're sleeping just like up against a pole right in front of this boat is there a rock on the ground like a little pebble a pebble mm-hmm. make a make a perception check 20 yeah, yeah, you see like a small, uh, like a piece of driftwood that just got left. Not a rock, but it's just sitting here on the dock. I'm going to throw a piece of driftwood into the boat. Okay, make a, what would I, just make like a attack, a ranged attack roll with the driftwood. So that'd just be throwing it, add your, you can add your um, proficiency and dexterity. All right. You're calling for an attack roll. Is that going to remove my invisibility? No. Okay. You're not attacking a creature. You're just throwing a thing into a boat. All right. I got an 11 plus uh, what What did I add to it? What did you say? Yeah, just your uh, dexterity and your um, proficiency. Actually, probably just your dexterity because this would be like an improvised weapon. Right. So 14. Okay. That's pretty good. You you throw the driftwood into the boat and it just kind of makes a thump sound and you you don't see the figure move at all. They're just kind of still nodding off. You do notice, though, with your 20 perception check before that the 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 um the boat is tied off, and the figure sleeping on the pole is like up against the rope that the boat is tied to. 
So to untie it, you'd have to cut the rope or sneakily untie it from around the guy. Wait, he's on the boat or he's on the He's, he's on the next dock, to the boat. next to the boat. Oh. He's just kind of propped up against the pole that the boat is tied to. He's just just looks like he's sleeping. Well, should we like try and, you know, untie it or we could knock him out? Look, we're invisible, Jack. We could just sort of yell something from farther away, have him walk toward that direction, then walk into the boat while he's looking at what we yelled. I mean, yeah, should like someone wake him though. He does. He seems to be kind of sleeping quite. Yeah, yeah. Quite I'll, deep. I'll scream that I'm being murdered or something. Well, you know, acting is your thing. So I'll, I'll just be by the boat. I'm gonna like sneakily try to get up, kind yeah. of by the boat, not get in it yet. But yeah, just be next to it. But uh, you can roll stealth. So be make sure you're doing it quiet, not making any creaky dock noises. Oh, jeez, a uh, twenty-eight. Oh yeah, you like you just glide silently and frictionless up next to this boat. <laughs> I guess I don't see that. No, nobody sees this. It was really <laughs> cool though. All right, bugbear, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna walk somewhere like on the dock where there's plenty of room, plenty of room for someone to continue past me if they heard my voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna yell out loud. Um, Suffering succotash! It is I, Dagdaffius Duckworth! Oh, I'm being murdered! Oh! <laughs> Roll a um, performance. Nice. And I think because I took the feat of actor that I get like advantage or something for doing Whoa. it. Whoa. <laughs> You're an actual actor character with the actor feat being played How? by an actor? That's so crazy. <laughs> what what wow. other podcast has that? That's I have advantage wild. on performance when trying to pass myself <laughs> off as a different person, and I can mimic the speech of another person mm-hmm. of uh, people that I've heard. Nice. Yeah. So, so I guess that's maybe canonically what Dagdaffius Duckworth sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> At least to the ear right. of pretty close Bugbear Cumberbun. So that's going to be fifteen on the die plus eight is. 23? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yell this loud throughout the night. It echoes across the water. You see the man with his hat real low, like, kind of startled away and go, Yeah, vast! Who goes there? And he, you can see Jack, his face more clearly. Um, he is a uh, squid person. He's got, it's like almost Davy Jones-like. He's got a beard of tentacles, uh, kind of like the octopus head. Uh, he pulls from his coat a cutlass and starts like limping down the dock toward the <laughs> toward where Bugbear shouted out his his cry for help. And he says, "I'll cut ye open and gut ye if ye so much as look in the direction of me vessel." Oh, I, Captain Cupulus, says I'm gonna cut ye up. That's me name, Captain Cupulus. That's me. Arr. Come out. And face me, man to man, steel to steel. <laughs> As he's doing this, like he's like facing away, right? Like over down the dock now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna silently like undo the rope on the on the vessel, cool. and then get in the boat and wait for um Bugbear yeah. to get there. Make a sleight of hand roll to see if you can undo the rope. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. That's pretty good, but. You notice that this rope is tied with the black seaman's knot. And as you know, it is one of the most difficult sailor's knots 
to untie unless you know the the secret um, combination of tugs and pulls that it takes to um, to uh, to remove the black semen's knot. To release the to release the to knot. To release yes. the semen's knot. To release the semen's knot. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for putting that so succinctly. That's that sometimes the words fail me. Yeah. But just a, a a proper tug, a proper <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> You can release that knot. It's just that the secret is so well kept that um, it's you. You would need greater than an eighteen to to unwrap. So you could also simply cut the rope. Yeah. Then I'm just gonna pull out my short sword, and then when Bugbear right. gets in, I'm just gonna cut the cut the the, the knot. <laughs> Great. You. Yeah. You've got probably plenty of time. You'd simply cut the rope and leave the black semen's knot intact uh, upon the pole. Upon the shaft of the pole, and you, uh, your boat is free now, in the water. And you, how are you going to signal to Bugbear? Are you just going to start rowing away and hope he jumps onto the boat? No, I was waiting for right, like him to jump in, for me to feel the water. Ah, you're hoping then... that he'll just kind of run past uh, Captain Cupulus yeah. and make it to the boat. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, Bugbear, the dock is pretty narrow, and Captain Cupulus is a pretty wide dude. Um, you're gonna have to make some sort of check to to dodge past him without him you running into him or him noticing mm-hmm. you're there. Is there? So he's like pretty close to me still. He's walking in your direction. He's probably like twenty feet away, still. Is there anything else on the ground that I could throw further to to get him to like follow the sound? There's probably like some boat stuff. There's like a yeah. like a life preserver thing, uh, some rope, a more driftwood. An anchor, a one-piece bathing suit with the stripes. <laughs> so all sorts of things you'd find on a dock are there. <laughs> I'll take the driftwood. Mm-hmm. A small piece of driftwood. And I'll throw it further to get him to keep going past me. Oh, okay. Um, make a Just make a dexterity check to throw it real good. All right. 19 on the die. So nice. Yeah. 22. You throw it down the dock, and it makes a loud clattering sound, and Captain Cupulus says, Yar, there ye be, a vast scoundrel. You'll be tasting the rusty blade of Captain Cupulus tonight. And he clambers down the path. I assume you're just kind of standing at the edge of the dock so that he walks right past you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. You, you do that. And uh, if you want, you can roll um, uh, stealth, maybe, to, to run down the dock without getting sure. caught. Not a lot uh, of acrobatics as well. 24. Yeah, you're good. You're, you're doing great. You guys are doing so good. You jump into the boat. It hasn't really gone that far off the dock. Yeah, you guys have a boat now. Yeah. Make I, I, I feel some the... sort of check to drive it. Uh, what check would that be? Would I like... believe you have to be proficient with like certain vehicles to properly pilot a boat if i'm not mistaken about how 5e vehicles work well if we if we had the proficiency we would get a, the proficiency bonus to the role yeah. i just don't I know what the role would be think i'd allow either strength or dexterity because if you're rowing it's strength and then you know dexterity for like the fine movements i mean i'd rather do dexterity yeah you both can make a roll to see how well you do it rolled under seven like four times and then switched to 17 last second. So, uh, wow. 21. Plus, 
15 for dexterity. Yeah, you guys you guys uh, get your boat out of there without crashing into any other boats or into any rocks. Uh, and you sail around to uh, where the party was. That took probably about, like, 20, 30 minutes, maybe, altogether. Hmm. What did uh, everybody else do? How was Shodan Weston and Sfaxthi and Jingus Kringus's conversation? Oh, I was um, mostly convincing them that maybe we should just get out of town. Oh, do you think that if we ran far enough away that Sfaxthi would not pursue us? Uh, hopefully. I don't. Well... I don't think he would ever give up. I've heard that his gr- his ability to hold a grudge is greater than a real dragon's ability to hoard gold. There was mm. one time I was supposed to prepare him a tonic for an um a, a rash he had acquired, and I it didn't work. So he. How are you well, alive? Let's just say that I'm living on borrowed time, and I blamed it on my apprentice, who. Is oh. no longer employed uh, for the duke. I, I had to do some dark things in his, his service, but I will say that Sfaxi is not a he's not a kind man. He likes to keep. He's he's not kidding about the larynx instrument. I think he has a few. He so I hear them played sometimes, from his dark hey. dungeons. <laughs> Seems like a sick bastard. He is a little messed up. Yeah, I think but he he's keeps rib cages as well and plays them like xylophones. He keeps oh, yeah. feet. And hands and rib cages. Feet, hands, rib cages, larynxes, yes. Why not just... Okay, all right. He's a twisted, twisted son of a bitch. <laughs> Sometimes the rib cages play the wrong note and he gets so angry, I hear. This is all... I don't know how much of this is true. I've never really seen it with my own two eyes, but oh, I never, know that not he's... Even seeing, not even a single time. He's just so... There's so many legends about the man. It's hard... I don't know how anyone could love him. I mean, maybe this Lenora Asasochi is really, really into, like weird twisted stuff that you know maybe she's into it I, I don't know I really I, don't well, know well, based on like the, the letter and oh, Muse uh, uh, what, what if she's saw? being forced to marry him could be being forced he might maybe oh. he's blackmailing her I, oh, I, so I, I believe it he would do it questions so many oh. answers that maybe will be answered in the future I maybe hope. in another I, four or five episodes yes I just hope I live to see the episodes the fifth mm. one the fifth day. That's that's all the Chingus Kringus wants us to live another day. Oh, I'll, I'll try to take care of you, Pop. No, you don't have to call me Pop. Oh, I, I uh, it's harder than... I mean, it's easier to call you that than Chingus Kringus. Is it really? I, a little bit. Would you like to call me by my nickname? What's that? People call me Pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's on account of the noise my bones make when I move. <laughs> sure, yeah, I, th- I think I'll call you that. It is quite, it is quite audible, go. isn't it? <laughs> it is very and equally painful. The sound is proportional to the pain that I feel whenever there is a popping noise. My oh life God. is agony, but I keep going because I believe that one day I will not be in agony anymore. I can relate to that. Oh, look, a boat. Oh, good, they made it. <laughs> Our <laughs> friends are here. Hello. Hello. You just see the boat with growing, <laughs> but with no people no in people it. No people growing. What the hell? That's a ghost boat. 
Oh All no! Right, I'm not it wasn't that. me. I didn't do it. It was ghosts the whole time. I well, should mate. have known. Uh, guys, it, it's us. We're just invisible. Get in the boat. Come on. No. Oh, that, that is could the voice be you as a ghost saying that. The young Jack B. Muggin, dead before his time. Some kind of demon. Maybe the Beach Boys <sighs> came back and got him. No. No, far worse. We got killed by pirates. Oh. These are our, our spirits that are sailing this boat here. Ooh! We're gonna get ya! Can we get All in the right. boat, please? For, for real? <laughs> we got like. I'm so. We're losing are you time. actually spirits or are you our friends? I don't know. We're your friends. Okay. I think. Friends? Tell me something about well, me. There's nothing only saying you the dead know. can't be your friends. Maybe your only friends. Yeah, that's that's very corporealist of you. What? Can we please, can we please just. No, go? I feel like that's actually rather open of me. No, no, not Rather you, incorporeal of me. No, that was very nice of you. Oh, okay, well, good. Are you calling me a corporealist? Mm-hmm. I'm so more of a like... capitalist in life, <laughs> I do say so myself. I'm gonna use I the blind sense. I believe in the free market. Hmm. To we see. can just cut this whole part out. No. Probably. We'll get in the boat. Right, Let's we'll go the inside boat. the boat. I'm in the boat now. Oh, it's good that these seats are padded. That's that's Comfy. my lap. Um, actually, can you like get off, please? Oh no! Oh, I have sat upon the the ghosts of Jack B. Muggin. Gift for forgive me. Actually, if you sat on him, I'm not convinced he's a ghost anymore. Which All is right, rather rude of you to just like pretend to be ghosts. Rather rude to the dead. I just start oh, ro- rowing as hard as I I'm can. I'm a stinker. <laughs> I know. I'll snap and remove invisibility. Oh, there you are. It's nice to uh, see good one, guys. your face Seriously, again. Like, this woman could be dying. Like, what are we doing? we got to get out of here. What? We're in a boat. I mean, we can only get there as fast as you two are rowing. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Shorten, here's the, sh- here's the oars. Ah, yeah. I'll take over with that. Hmm. Do you want my help to row the boat? <laughs> I'm no, pretty sure you, like, die. I think you're good. Oh, like, I actually just, die if we I let meant you row that this I... boat could pray the word of Yif at you and you would feel inspired perhaps but I wasn't I didn't mean I was going to row that would break me <laughs> oh okay yeah that I mean, accept yeah. any help like that sure alright yeah Jingus Kringus just starts rapid fire every other stroke for each of you guidance so that you uh, <laughs> you do slightly better okay what am I rolling athletics yeah athletics is fine to row a boat. Great. I'll allow and then it. guidance is a what? That's a well, plus 1d4 on a skill roll. I, can I do acrobatics or just athletics? Acrobatics? What are you going to do, a flip while you row the boat? <laughs> I don't know. Just like get us around the swell. Okay, athletics, it's then it's. Yeah, um, I, I, I draw the line at athlete, or acrobatics. <laughs> And I'm adding guidance or no? <laughs> yes, you. I think you I think you would both be able to get guidance because it's every. Um, I think it just is on the next roll that you uh, make. 21. Cool. 21. Yeah, you guys are we're, you're making great time across this this channel. You think you'll probably make it even in less than an hour to that island at the rate you guys are rowing. However, based on the time of the supposed murder and kidnapping and also how long it took you to get the boat, you imagine that you're the people you think you're pursuing because really never got confirmation that they did go to the island. So this is, this is all just a hunch, but you think that you'll get there not long after they arrive, hopefully. 
Oh man, I hope she's there. <laughs> she's probably dead. Which yeah, the night is not getting any younger. Dead. You basically have until tomorrow morning to sort this out. We could just take the boat and go. <laughs> Abandon the campaign. <laughs> just head on down the coast. But that she... said, I have about an hour 20 left on my recording time, or like my DMing time, and I'm assuming we're doing like four hour chunks. Does that, does that make sense to everybody? I thought we were doing three to four. Three to four hours? Whatever yeah, makes sense? I didn't. Okay. I don't think we landed on anything, really. Yeah. I would say, like, I think it'd be fun if, like, I just suddenly get cut off at a certain point.